Blog Talk Radio. Well, he doesn't pick them. Came up. Like, he makes right. them. Yeah. 
That's what's so awesome about him. No, uh, and it's it's crazy you mentioned Ghostface. I mean, those are my top two favorite rappers of all time. Like Ghost, no, I mean it, it goes back and forth. Ghost one day, if you ask me, on tomorrow it might be Doom. But uh, for for about four years, from '05 to '09, it was just I was just Doom obsessed. I, yeah, I got everything Doom put out and all his mixtapes, all his collabos. Yeah, all his Adult Swim stuff that he admitted. Yeah, I did that shit for a check. <laughs> I don't want. He's like, I didn't watch uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force till they till they was like, Hey, can you write some music for us? And he was like, I guess I should watch the stuff I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> so yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, again, this is the East Coast cast. We got uh, we're we're a week and a half from SummerSlam. We certainly got some some topics and headlines and poll results to talk about. So let's jump right into that. If you want to call into the show and talk directly to Cam and myself, you got to hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. And, yeah, I'm just peeping Chuck's uh, response to your uh, thing from yesterday. Rhinestone Cowboy and Rock Cocaine Flow. That's not a song I'm familiar with. Hmm. See, always finding new stuff. That's, yeah, I mean, Doom's been putting out music since, like, 92. You know, if you go back to his KMD days. So, you know, he had 30 damn years almost of uh, material. Find stuff in... Re, uh, re, uh, re, re, rediscover stuff. So, um, yeah, so hit us up on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Again, the mailbag's open and refreshing every few minutes. So, if you get an email in that you want read on the show while we're on air, get it in and, uh, just label it VIP or non VIP, whichever section. Uh, segment of the show you wanted uh, uh, read in. Uh, so hit us up on the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Uh, hey, Trevor, let me know before you continue. Oh, you, yes. may be, uh, you may be cracking up just a bit on your end. I thought it might have been. On my end, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you sound, you sound fine. Um, I'll keep that in mind. Um, yeah, my signal, everything is all mine's fine, so I just have to power through it. If it gets too bad, um, Cam or callers, let me know. I had somebody actually hit me on Twitter and was like, it sounds like you're underwater. And I was like, shit, yeah, I, I I, like, is this all the time? He never, like, followed up, so I don't know if he was being, a, like, just a dick. or if it. But I took it as genuine, like, hey, I'd, like, I'd enjoy the show better if you sounded better. And I almost today yeah. did the direct call with using my, you know, head headset through the laptop, but I was like, eh, you know what, I'm gonna call in. It's it's been working fine. Yeah. So if it gets uh if it becomes an issue, again, callers if you jump in the chat room or hit us on Twitter if it's if it's getting too bad if you want me to switch over, I guess I can definitely do that. Um uh but yeah, uh hit us on on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. You can find uh, my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, 
And you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E, Hawk. And, um, oh, and the Facebook fan page. That's the uh, last bastion of Get Adage. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Head over there, like the page, interact with us over there, interact with the other fans, post articles, memes, whatever you got. Um, Lay it down over there. So, yeah, so share the page on your timeline, tag your wrestling buddies in it. You know how that whole thing works. Um, Yeah, so let's uh, jump into headlines and poll results. What we got this week, Cam? I thought it was only fair to give, um, and I think, quote-unquote, equal time, because I think this week we'll talk about, um, or at least lead off with the WWE title match, and then next week talk about the Universal title match. It was simple. It was, you know, who do you think is going to win the, uh, the WWE uh, title match at SummerSlam? And the, uh, what was it? I think we had 275 votes, almost 300 votes, and 78% picked Cynthia Nakamura to, uh, to win. And I, I do interpret that as winning the title. Um, so, yeah, 78%, uh, almost uh, four and five. Think Kinsuke is going to win the title on uh, on Sunday or next Sunday, and Jinder Mahal had a twenty two percent. Yeah, I, I and that and, and probably... that surged for Mahal at twenty two percent. That was a surge. That was a late late day surge for him yeah. when uh, a bunch of other folks. It was it was ninety percent Shinsuke, you know, ninety two to eight. You know, really most of the uh, most of the time the poll's been up for the last. Uh, I guess. It, Put it up before SmackDown ended last night. Um, yeah. And I think most people, and, and you didn't give any options, you didn't say, you didn't qualify it or say, you know, write in, whatever. But I think a lot of people are, and mine, and I'm speaking really for myself, that Shinsuke is going to win and not win the champion and not win the title. Mm. Because it's most and likely not going to be the main that. event. The four-way on Raw is going, from Raw is going to be the main event, main event, and that will yeah. definitely have a definitive winner. Um, so, so on this match, they could have, you know, Shinsuke win by some stupid. I don't. I wouldn't suggest it. Suggest it. It's a too big of a show to do something like that on. But whatever. And they could go. Well, it's a giant show, and we've got eight, nine other matches, a bunch of other title matches, and this huge four-way ending the show. So they might be able to justify it. But I think uh, at least. A good, a good, you know, quarter or a third of those folks are thinking like eh, Shinsuke might get technically win, get his hand raised, but still yeah. WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Um, but yeah, that's a hell of a showing. Seventy-eight uh, percent. I don't care if you're, you know, if he was wrestling a, a, a you know, broomstick. That's still yeah. a, a heck of a, uh, a heck of a, a poll result. Did 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 Nakamura or did Mahal have his best match on Tuesday? It's Seems I think like so, that. and I think you have to, you have yeah. to qualify it by like it was his first quote unquote solo match as as a main eventer because uh, you know he didn't have the Singh brothers there helping. Um, so yeah, probably. I think you could say like in ring. Like, uh, I mean, I think like timing, psychology, yeah, no, yeah. actual hitting of his moves. He pulled out a super kick that looked you know pretty good. Uh, you know, he yeah. just uh, wasn't like just super, super average, you know, hand in the ring going in there, you know, just yeah. putting on, you know, a two-star match. Like, he uh, 
you know, he not that he didn't before, but he really worked hard and tried, and and it, and it showed. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> it would suck. You have your best match, and then they take the title off you. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, I, whatever. I still, you know, I'm of that belief that he's going to still, you know, like they're going on a tour of India like next month. Like you could have him chasing in India and, and not winning, but, but I mean, like I don't know. Just, to me, it just makes money sense. Like, like if he's That's either way, if he's trying to get his title back from Shinsuke, and or he's uh, defending and running from Shinsuke. I almost think if if keep the title on him and then that on that India tour have him face Corbin else. and other folks. Yeah, I agree. just on that tour specifically I agree. on the tour. Yeah, have him and then have you can do AJ Shinsuke the whole tour if you got to, and have Fuck them yeah. you know have them get to see that you know or 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 yeah. or yeah or uh probably a bunch of I don't know I mean you have options but I just don't think one of them is having Shinsuke chasing or defending against gender. He's like, why put him in that position? Again, I don't think they're yeah. doing a TV, you know, and they're not doing a live yeah, SmackDown or tape SmackDown from India. So nobody's going to see it. So just have gender on the, or have Shinsuke in the semi-main or, or somewhere, you know, third from the top facing Baron Corbin or something. And, uh, and, or shit. Well, I don't, I don't know, but just don't have gender in there with, Shinsuke, uh, having Shinsuke trying to having to sell for who the guy who's going to be the the hometown guy. It's uh, you mean dumpster Oh, and another thing. That's who you want to see him against. I mean, I'm not going to see him against oh. anybody. <laughs> That's not right there. Rough, man. I'm not an Indian. No, that, that most likely. Like, what was that? Gender against anybody. Like, who? Why did you call a guy that on TV? Like. Wait, what? What? What they call? When they call Ben Corbin dumpster fire. Like, I was shocked. Oh. Well, he, he yeah, got, that's on Cena. He improvised and read the sign. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh. Come on. So, in three years, if he's still, like, dumpster fire Baron Corbin and, like, there's <laughs> marketing t-shirts and shit, like, you know, yeah. it, it might be Cena, re, you know, paying it forward. I mean, Rock bust on Cena, tore him to shreds, and Cena made a million dollars off of it with fucking Fruity Pebbles yeah. post endorsements. So he's gonna he's gonna sell trash cans. I like that if if, if 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 uh, WM Waste Management comes after uh, Bear Corbin, like, hey, you want to be the face of Waste Management? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Um, Terrible. <laughs> Um, also learned the definition, the real original definition of of a dumpster fire. It wasn't. It's not necessarily just oh a bad thing that's happening over there. It's when like say you're trying to rob a store, mm-hmm. and you know people are at the front, and so you set the dumpster you on, on fire, fire in the, in the back. back, and everybody runs after you know, and they're putting out the fire. Meanwhile, you're fucking. You know, in the register of stealing merchandise or whatever. So that's the original. And I think the person I learned that from said it wasn't until somebody on SportsCenter or ESPNs they started in with the describing situations. You know, oh, it's a dumpster fire. Okay. You know, quarterback controversy or whatever. Just and to the definition we know it now. And then you know the the fucking Trump administration. That's just the most 
you know, I think more people when they think dumpster fire think you know forty five's presidency yeah. uh, than than anything else. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, how do you think the match itself is going to go at SummerSlam, I mean, regardless of finish or or who wins? The I physicality, the um, yeah. How does gender and, uh, and Shinsuke match and up? I think being big and strong is good against Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, those Corbin matches weren't bad. Like, like Shinsuke's shown, like, a propensity to take the big So, yeah, it'll be – I think it'll be good. Um, and then, like, Shinsuke hasn't had, like, a bad pay-per-view match. You know, like, it'll be it'll be good. I don't think anything will be wrong with it. Um, it'll be – what's interesting is, like, King Brothers being hurt, though. And them playing that up the way they did, like, are they still going to be hurt come the pay-per-view? Are they not going to come out with them and then cause a distraction at the end? Like, they always kind of play into it. But I think it'll be good. So is that all storyline? As far as I know, I can't imagine both of them actually being injured. All right, because I'm like, wait, they didn't – they showed up relatively – maybe not the next night or the next Tuesday, but after Orton put them through those announce tables and – and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, are they still hurt from the Punjabi present? Is that what they're still selling? If so, I'm actually um, happy because that's, you yeah. know, like you shouldn't take a fall like that and be and show up and be all all good a couple of days later, even a week later. So is that it? They're still selling injuries from the from the prison match? Yeah. Must be, yeah. yeah oh, they're ready to jump them on SmackDown. That's what I'm thinking, like. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I don't remember. I probably just was like, oh, Randy Orton, let me do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so that's a pretty straightforward poll. No, uh, I mean, they only had two two options, so not a lot of uh, nuance and, and, and things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and next week you guys will have four. Yay. Fantastic. Matter of fact, that, do you that think they might go up like... Do you think they, speaking of that four-way, do you think they did a good job of, or did they hit it too heavy? Like, oh, Brock is virtually guaranteed to lose. Like, okay. I hate that. Like, I think that's always dumb. Um, First off, don't expose the stupidity of the of the rules of the of the of the match. Exactly. By saying that, exactly. like, that's like, just dumb as fuck. <laughs> like, that's not a like, selling point. Like that. A nonsense finish can happen, and a guy that should be champion might not win or might not leave champion. Yeah. How great is that? Like, not the, great the, at all. The, Our whole person, the most prepared the, person is going to win the match. Like, the most what like person? You, <laughs> the most prepared person. Like, that, that's what it is. Like, whoever plays this the best is going to win, all things being equal. At least they haven't like, broke, broke out of no, WWE math yet. 25% chance to win. Yeah. When you uh, like if we're playing it as all guys are equal and that's how they're playing it, like you know, it wasn't when when Samoa Joe and Brock fought, it wasn't how Samoa Joe going to beat Brock. We don't know if he's good enough. It was these two are going to fight. Let's see who wins. You know, like yeah, it's ironic. This would be the match that you could actually get away with saying, you know, and they're not all equal. Nobody's equal. But when you have like mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, Miz. Uh, you know, like just guys that are just clearly like second tier in there with main eventers. Everybody doesn't have a twenty five percent chance or thirty three percent in a triple threat. Yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not but this match, up. yeah, 
giant monster, a beast, a, a, a destroyer, and a and a and a yeah. big dog. So, so those are all pretty uh, pretty pretty uh, equal uh, monikers yeah. at least. So yeah, and then they don't do it when it would make the most sense. Typical. Uh, yeah. They talk about famous. the champion's disadvantage. Yeah, I guess. He Sometimes. doesn't even have to be pinned. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have an early uh do you want to give away your vote for next week's poll? Do you have an early uh um, early person it, for here's that the match? Thing, like people are starting to warm up to my uh to my shield reunion prediction of rolling in the title and then uh Seth and Dean winning the tag titles. Um I that's think that might be a little ways off. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I, excuse me. I remember like, you bringing that up for like to end WrestleMania. Yeah, but like people are like talking about it like already. I'm like, ah, I think that's still a ways off. So um, early, I'll probably say, oof, I think I'm gonna go with Joe early on. Yeah. Um, that might change like what I see over the next week, but I think I'm gonna go with Joe. I still think it's too early for Strowman. Um who did a hell of a job reading that team from Juno, by the way. Um, and I just don't think they're going to go with Roman. And, and at, when you say hell of a job, you, know, you mean he early. read the words that were on the pa- on the, on the sheet of paper. Like, wow, exactly way, to, I mean. way to yeah. read those words. Way to read. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think early on I'm going to say Joe, especially with the showing he put on last month. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I think when, when Joe's not uh, – when Joe gets to go full, you know, full speed ahead, I think he's the resourceful one. You got to remember, he's the one that won that initial fatal five way um, against top guys to get into the match. So I think it might be his time. Um, in, in order of confidence, I'm going Joe, Roman, Braun, Brock uh, in that order. But I think it's Joe for right now. I think Brock's going to retain. I think a lot of all this, he's going to leave stuff is just to gin up interest um, or to keep their options open for if, if Brock and Heyman are waffling or, or it's not and Heyman, but if Brock's like waffling on whether he's going to, I don't think he's going anywhere, especially no time soon. Like he's got a contract and dates and all that kind of stuff. Um, he, he's Lesnar. He can do, he'll do whatever he wants. If you don't want to wrestle anymore. But I think all the whole, I think it's just smoke and mirrors. They're just trying to red herring you and, and I think Lesnar retains, and I, unfortunately, I think he pins Joe. Um, I think the money is having a Joe win at or, or a one-on-one another rematch. The rematch is going to do. Okay. I think it's going to be blockbuster. Whether it's at shit, you can you can have since they did it for Great Balls of Fire and and had it that like off brand they could do that at Night of Champions in in September or, or you know the next Raw pay-per-view yep. after WrestleMania or after SummerSlam save or save it for Survivor Series uh you know whatever but I just don't uh I just don't see Joe winning now uh next week or you know at at SummerSlam Lesnar has to then leave at least for some amount of time even if it's just to come back as a surprise in the Rumble he'd have to go away uh, and I guess Roman chases chases Joe, and or broke both. It's just like this three way feud that they can have: Roman, Strowman, Joe, as with Joe as the as the champion. I don't know how. I, I guess that's exciting enough, but I just want Joe to win in a one on one match. 
against Lesnar. But I certainly would be cheering next Sunday if he wins in the four-way. So not against it. I just I'm more for a one-on-one win against the champion. So yeah. Um, headlines. Is there a, a separate specific headline you got for this week? Oh, um, stands out besides the uh, title matches, SummerSlam. This um, wasn't a giant really. um, news week. Kind of been like, nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like nothing bad's happening. You always kind of got to appreciate that. Um, not particularly. On a, on a personal note, um, on Sunday I found myself on the network and I did watch uh, Bret Hart the Dungeon Collection, which was really cool. Um, okay. The thing I found interesting was how they talked about Boss Man. Like I think Boss Man was twenty four in that uh in the match they had, looking like he was forty two. Um what? and they were touting him as a future world champion and super athlete. It was so interesting. But no, it was just cool to watch. Like Bret Hart is, you know, one of my top three guys of all time and it was just a, a fun thing to see. But as far as things currently, um you know, I watched a good deal of stuff. Uh, you know, did Strowman have a leg up uh, for winning the, uh, the last man standing and having the coolest spot ever with the chair throw? Um, you know, AJ and KO <laughs> is going to be good. KO yeah, showed his whole ass uh, back down and never worked. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Cameron, um, could you show me? I got this TPS report I want to turn in tomorrow. Could you, <laughs> could you assist me real quick? Oh, hey, man. the toner ran out. Do you know where the toner is? <laughs> My tone changes when people talk to me after, like, 455. Like, I just got to let you know, like, I'm not here for what you need. Sorry. This is winding down time. Uh, like that was, man. It was a cool spot. We're just full of cool spots, and I'm I'm glad they have a guy that they're doing that with, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just full of cool spots. And that can pull it off. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, you say, well, it's just throwing a, a chair at a guy, but I mean, he's got to be able to wing the shit out of that office chair to make it look good and not make it look, ah, yeah. you know, that was kind of fakey. I mean, Roman still got his hands up, on with, a, you know. As you should. On a frozen rope. Yeah. And an awkward, you know, it's an awkward, it's a chair. It's not, yeah, that was, it was, it was really impressive. I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a spot that we'll, that we'll remember for sure. Um, all right, let's, uh, jump into, calls here. The chat room is open by the way. Uh, Boris is in there so go say what's up to Boris. Uh, hit us up on the Constellation lines again. 347-202-0103 and let's open things up. Uh, let's open things up. Hey, is this uh, you know what, before he even hangs up, just so we don't because uh, we haven't talked to him in a minute. He's had some life-changing happenings. Let's uh I think this is the Schrode man. Shout to Brian in Minnesota. Brian, that that is you, uh correct? What up? It is me, Travis, and I have had some extremely massive life changes happen to me. Yeah. I I I'd like to announce one of them right now and that is you can see me eat a banana while Xavier Woods 
hosts an episode of Up Down from Evo Evolution Championship Series 2017, Mandela Bay, when I got there kind of late to the venue, right before I got to shoot some footage with him a few minutes later. But you can see me eat my banana and get instructed by my boss what to do in the background on the latest Up Down episode from Xavier Woods. Is that what yeah. you're talking well, about? Yeah, well, bury the lead of you eating a banana. You're going to be somebody's goddamn husband. <laughs> I am. How'd you manage that? Like, it, yes. Yeah. I mean, not a hot woman, you know, not just some uh, scallywag. You pulled, Thank uh, you. Pulled one. <laughs> I'll tell her that you said that. Uh, yeah, so congratulations. Congratulations on both, sir. Thank yeah. you very much, guys. Uh, honestly, though, and with with my lovely fiance, soon to be wife Shannon, I just you know took I kept it real. But unlike Ch- like for Dave Chappelle, it didn't all go wrong. I just tried to be myself, and it worked out. That's the truth. There we go. And that's what made it authentic. Yeah. Like the self help. Yes, my, so I could have um, my best friend in my life and marry them, and not just some facade, oh, but someone that I actually trust and confide oh. in. That kind of that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. If you want any more information or tips, you can send me for a free pamphlet or potentially a future book, Care Of, and it'll be twenty nine ninety five. I'm just joking. Start giving relationship <laughs> tips. Oh, that shit. Anyway, I've been so, watching the so what's on your mind? It's been, uh, been, been some months since we talked to you last. Uh, besides, uh, you know, life-changing events, what's, what's going on? How, how are you liking wrestling products? I've been trying to watch less wrestling. And the way I've been watching it more and more now is with the, uh, the, the Hulu setup that they got going on, where it's like the 90 minutes. And I find that to be, like, the best way to watch Monday night. And then, of course, I yeah. have the Hulu without commercials, so I just watch SmackDown the next day as well. And that was, like, nice. one of my first questions outside of the gibberish here was, and I want to bring it up to Wade Keller and, like, Bruce Mitchell, is I know for WWE the reason the 90-minute edition, edition of the, you know, Raw exists is because they can't release the full one for – 60 or 90 days, whatever it is, right? It's so I, I, much I better in terms of the timing and just, like, I don't feel exhausted after I watch that. In fact, I often watch it in the Yeah, but you missed the, the whole Goldust R-Truth feud from a month ago. <laughs> this is true. Now, there are shortcomings because they just have to omit tire, entire things, but, like, th- my yeah. question was twofold. Was twofold. One, and it's the classic, and I know I'm just going to get nothing out of it, so it's really just a benign question which is do you think wrestling you know monday night should be shorter but the, the better press me i want to add, yeah a little more a little more added to that would be the idea of, of, of wwe doing it with the idea from the beginning kind of like they do with hulu but making a three-hour full-on you know live presentation of the show and then a more like uh, abridged version that audience can get where it has almost all of the content and they don't just omit entire segments but they try to speed the show along in some ways and push you through a bit faster. Do you think they're going to do that for modern audiences to keep them engaged, especially, you know, I mean, especially I just, Disney is now going to have a streaming service of their own. So there's another hand being put out reaching for your money. And that's one of the big hands because they own like everything. So that should make WWE like fucking shit themselves because they own everything, especially for those key demos that they like covet. Like they own everything. Well, shit themselves, what? That people would get that streaming service and sacrifice it then go, I'll, I'll get that over to but not, WWE but not, And I don't mean it, I don't mean it as a zero somewhere. It's like, I, for some people, it's going to be, you know, for, for a parent who has kids, is it going to be Disney XD and all the Disney options? 
on a streaming because they don't have cable, or are they going to go with the WWE for themselves? And for some people, that will be a legitimate, like, this or that. But my, my, my thing is, is that with so many uh, companies entering the fray into competition, as WWE has, sure, they're the market, they, they led the trend, but is that going to cost them? Because we, we, Netscape existed as an internet browser before Firefox, Chrome, Opera, all that. Right? There's been other things that lead the pack, like a MySpace, that, that literally set out the blueprint and then covet none of the, none of the rewards. Right. The thing footnote. that like, all oh, those things, things did was Facebook. not keep up. They stopped innovating. They were like, we're here. Everybody's going to keep using it. And then people abandoned the shit out of it. So as long as the WWE Network you know, stays relevant, I mean, there's, it's, well, I mean it's, but they're I relevant. get the but example. WWE I just think – is it not? Oh, it's sure. not like other it's relevant to us so and to you know 1.3 to 1.8 million people around the around the world. So, but what I'm saying though is, is their relevance isn't isn't uh isn't in, is not as necessary as like Netflix is on brand new original content. Okay, because mm-hmm. Netflix has to they have a larger you know in, uh, in user base obviously, and they can afford to make Adam Sandler movies for God's sakes. But WWE does not compete on the same level as any of those other companies really, except for maybe like a a crunchy role or someone who's producing redubbing animes and putting it out in terms of like new content. That's not just like repackaged old stuff without commercials. That's a large part of the stuff. Like if you look at the yeah. new shows on there, there's very, it's very infrequent that you get new stuff that you can consistently bake on as an audience member. Like, Oh, in this month I know I'm going to get five episodes of this, 10 of this. It's like, well, I know I'm going to get the, the four NXTs, the four two oh fives. I'm not going to get talking smack anymore. They they don't do that. JBL doesn't happen. So what? So it, it, that's for me. That's a part of the problem. The larger issue is WWE staying uh, important in the in the mass culture. And as people start to more and more divide themselves into streaming service, and WWE maybe doesn't have a cable plug-in anymore. What what's going to keep them relevant? You know, comic books. You well, like Marvel have way comics and all that stuff around it. I mean, saying not not have, WWE not having a cable uh, presence is I don't know how far down the line, happen. but I think you're just wait. Yeah, sure, it's eventually. But is it in two years or is it in ten years? And I think it'll be closer well, to ten years than two. But that's fine. Well, then, but that's okay. If it's in, here's the thing. If it's in two years, then they're smart. If they go figure out another business model to put their eggs in a basket and try and jump the curve and get ahead like they did with the network in some ways. Right? But if they sit there for 10 years, they're just going to be picking the bones of a rotted carcass in the desert in hopes they can feed themselves as jekylls for one more night so that they can get to the next oasis. They're not going to be doing it for 10 years and making money like they were two, three, four years ago, hand over fist. Like they're just going to be doing it because they need to make money from it. So they're going to make the investment and jump. And that's my thing, though. Like, we, they can wait like they like to do so often until the very end, the last minute, like right before the night you do all the cramming for your test or write the paper that's wwe style but what they have to do is they have to prepare themselves and their audience to be self-sustaining in that environment where there's not going to be that cable outlet they have to have a beacon bright enough to bring people in that's my big point in all this is like they don't they're not producing a show strong enough to bring new people in in mass i mean people are leaving you can look at the the ratings and stuff they're not going up they're going down so they're not drawing in new sure. people. How do, they re- how do they resupply themselves and keep themselves relevant? That's my point. I know that's kind of far in the future to say there's no cable, but they have to have the foresight to think, like, how are we going to get these new guys we have to matter so much that in five, ten years when 
when Dean Ambrose or Seth Rollins, wherever the fuck it is, they're going to Jinder Mahal is going to be the legendary legacy star at WrestleMania to come in. That's going to make the people who watched wrestling 10 years ago, pay the fucking money to go do it again. That's my point. Like, do they have that? And my, like when I watch it, I see Bailey getting booed. Like I loved her. I'm wearing her fucking t-shirt right now. Like you buried her. You killed her. You killed that. You literally choked the golden goose and then kicked it out of the fucking hen house and let the foxes eat it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's my so my point. No, is you're that. not wrong. Like, do you, uh, Cam? Any uh, thoughts on Brian's uh, topics? No, I think Brian's on the money. I, I was leading to, you know, they still have WrestleMania. You know that the show still does crazy business, um, and even NXT specials. You know that weekend. I think when, when the quality of that reaches a point where people aren't excited about it, I think that's when you have a big problem. But I still think they deliver on the big stage. Um, and so with, you know, like you said, not as many people watch Raw. Raw is too long, um, and I kind of talk about that every week. I think SmackDown is good, but I, like you said, there aren't a lot of new guys that are coming up that are blowing people away. But they still have NXT. So just because we haven't seen that guy yet doesn't mean that guy is not there. I mean, you got Leo Rush about to report to NXT. Super young kids, super athletic. Um, you know, they've got the money for these new Japan guys to come over, and so they'll already have a built-in audience. So, like, you're not wrong in what you're saying, uh, Brian, but I do think that there's still some variables out there. There's still some, some people coming along the line out there that can change this. Um, I don't think, yeah, I, like, I thought Tim Balor was, like, the next guy with a chance to be a big game changer, and that, you know, remains to be seen, but... You know, somebody had to tell me Finn Balor's also 36. So, you know, yeah, there's, he's, he's, I don't think the business is going to die to the point where they, like, the next guy can't come along and improve things. But right now, I don't know who that is. So, so you're, I agree with you more than I disagree with you, Brian. And I, I agree with a lot of that. It's like, what is that person or that group? And, and I think one of my last points here, and I'll, I'll let you guys discuss more, is I read for, uh, Dave Meltzer announced it, and I mean, I had discussions with this with my bosses because of the fighting game tournaments with Kenny Omega and all that, and that's another story for another day. That's you, Hadou. You're out in the world. Long, anyway, my point in all this is, is that Matt Jackson, brother, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega, they sell more T-shirts at Hot Topic than WWE is. They sell more skews, yeah. more throughput. They're, put, they're selling more T-shirts. So they're, that's my point. Like, wait, wait, they're wait, wait, on wait, the wait, button wait. of what kids I, I, want. I don't – hold up, Brian. Um, like of like if you are you picking Young Bucks Kenny Omega versus uh, any who would be two, the top two? Roman Reigns and John Cena? You can't be talking no, no, about any, the entire WWE merchant uh, T-shirt. No, no, and, the merchandise. Merchand- no, 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 merchandise. That's, a, that, 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 that's it's unfair in the sense that then you have WWE, which has all the shops they do like online as well as the events, right? And Hot Topic has well, six you brick and mortar. Two so you people. No, no, no. Or two no, acts. No, no. The, two, the, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega outsell Roman Reigns and John Cena. They're on the same wall. They're t-shirts on the yeah. same wall. So, like, I went to Hot Topic. I saw it. So, there's, like, six t-shirts in the air. The top three are Young Bucks. The three under it is, like, a Roman Reigns and then, like, two other, yeah. you know, a, a Sheamus or whatever. Those t-shirts do not Rick and Morty sell. outsells, like, everything. They're the number one. The, the, the thing I saw oh, was, like, dude, oh, of course, of the top, course. the second most but, selling Hot Topic thing with parody, the top most selling thing uh, at Hot Topic. So it's not like like, WWE is gangbusters in Hot Topic anyway. 
but they but they should be trying for. That's kind of like that's my point with the IP and the Marvel they got their and like own Disney. shit. Well, I don't need to go wait, to wait, wait. I remember, I remember a scene. Don't let me forget this though. I remember a scene very specifically in Beyond the Mat where Vince McMahon is talking about the sales of their merchandise in you know other uh, like brick and mortar stores at Target, wherever the fuck it is, is on pace yeah. and sometimes competing or beating South Park at the time, which was the Rick and Morty twenty years ago. Yeah. So they they were totally. playing Rick in that venue at Spencer's, but now they don't get mentioned at Spencer's to compete against Rick and Morty. You're just like, they're not even in the fucking that You're basically saying that Rick and Morty is Brock Lesnar and WWE is every other fucking superstar. They're giving their scraps and just take what you get. Is that how it is? That's how it sounds when it comes to that. And they shouldn't be. They I mean, should maybe. Be fighting I just for the think top that with, when, you, when you're dollars. running 200 shows a year that all have, you know, that you can, that you're selling to anywhere between 2,500 and uh, uh, the people that show up to those buildings, you know, anywhere from 2,500 to 30,000 people, or 15, 20,000 people, uh, potential customers, and you have this online presence with shop, shop zone, and and all that stuff. I just don't think, I don't think, that, I don't. I mean, brick and mortar stores aren't exactly like the new wave. But my point is, but it's not. But my point is though. Here's, I mean, I know what you're saying. All your points are valid. To the moment, I always bring it up when I'm talking to bosses and stuff. Is like, if my fucking mom can grab onto the idea, she buys in. We're good. If we can get the seven year old to buy in, we're good. So, so at the point of sale, when the kid is standing at Hot Topic, he sees the young buck, or he sees John Cena, he grabs the young buck. So there's more to it than that. I agree with you on all that. But at that moment, who has, who does he want to wear and be seen in public wearing? It's the young buck. I'm saying he though, that's cooler on him. That's more cultural, culturally relevant to him and his friends than the WWE is, and that's like the concern. That goes back to the Disney, the streaming, them trying to get content that meets their audience, what they want, more than it is now. That's my large point. I'm not. I can't even say who or what that is. I mean, it's it's. I'm sure it's a lot of things. Yeah, I was going to make a, I mean, when, your mom falling falling asleep with toast toast and jam in her in her hands, but uh, you know. I couldn't, <laughs> didn't fit it in. Uh, uh, like you know, she's not she that trend. <laughs> you know, like no, but if, <laughs> but if but, my but mom I totally get with anecdotally, like yeah, like somebody's mom can yeah, no, totally, totally, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. mom's like Stone Cold's the top guy. John Cena, she gets it. You know what I mean? She grasps those big ideas. Yeah. It's like that's that's what we want. You know, that's everyone. So my, I don't know. For me, it's really at that that like prime level. Like people know Rick and Morty is the hottest show. Well, how do they know it? You know, what told them? What told them that Game of Thrones is like the it television show? It was a lot of things. It wasn't one thing. It wasn't just entertainment tonight. It was his friends. It was the news. It was the references in television shows, not just that. That's what, that's yeah. my thing. That's what I'm pushing for is how does WWE get that and keep that? And it's, that was my general question because I step back they and they got to get cool in, again. It's, it's going to take something. They, I mean, they're just not the hot thing. And everybody, you can't always be the hot thing. You know they had their they no. had their moments and you know they they squandered it a lot thing. and you know in the last they squandered you know, a lot few but here's, years, let's be decade. honest the last the, the last twenty years almost now the last time they had a hot oh. product that was truly at the top of the game no it was before where people actually like really talked about wrestling where like I can bring it up to someone and they're like oh yeah that was the that was the attitude era that's the end of the nineties for almost everyone well, outside attitude of era ended, the people who are oh one. Oh, one. So we're sitting, okay, but it started in like 97. So we're sitting in the attitude era now. So we're starting to literally ride the 20 year wave right behind it. 
So we got the next right. two years to sit behind it, seven, and then that's it. They're, they're literally riding as their top events, like Mick Foley going off the cage, will still be showing more than Shane McMahon falling off of it. I guarantee it. It has more mo- emotional impact. They still ride those oh, sure. things, and that's – they're not bringing anything new. So, like, I, I get what you're saying. They have low points, but when your low point has been 20 years, and the that's a – that's Fam, you act like they're not making like half a billion dollars a year in revenue. No, no, they are, no, no, they make money. But I'm just saying they can make more money. You know what I mean? It's like oh. you when you when you oh. say that to me, you sound like it's like listening to Wade Teller, who will literally like he will build the most complicated building, the Taj Mahal. It's like this idea, and it's like they can do this. Da, 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 da. But by the time WWE is done with him whittling him away and just beating him down, the fact that Roman Reigns is the man, we just have to accept the status quo. He will accept a fucking hovel under a bridge as being like what it what is in mind the Taj Mahal was at the beginning of this conversation. It's like you've been talked down this far, Wade. You wanted these things and now you're accepting like, well, you know, as long as Roman Reigns doesn't get absolutely booed out of the building or have like like sharp glass thrown at him, WWE succeeding as a business. It's like, no, it's not. They were rejecting their main well, person they presented to him for four years running almost. The audience is like, listen, we don't Listen, I put want it this it. way. I'd love to fail at life like WWE failing at business or whatever. You know, that'd be awesome. True. Well, maybe, yeah. All right, let me keep dreaming that train. I mean, they're just a, mach- they're a machine that, you know, no, uh, I, they don't do everything or but, most But everyone is a machine, that, though. I like you know, or but here's my agree with, but. You know, you're you're dead right, but you sound like the analyst who's speaking about McDonald's in the in the late '90s, you know, early 2000s. It's it's fucking McDonald's. They got the supersized menu. They got the fucking dollar options. They fucking run this. Well, them in Subway, but they run this bitch. Now McDonald's is like literally doing anything they can to try and bring you in. In fact, they won't even put McDonald's on the fucking sign out front, just the logo, in hopes that you forget you're at a McDonald's. It's like. So you can fall, you can have the you can have the machine, but the machine once it gets faulty and starts to clunk, and it gets to two hundred fifty thousand miles, you got to think about if you're going to put a new engine in it or what you're going to do. And that's where I feel like they're at is that McDonald's breaking point generationally with people like the millennials, which kill everything. They're going to kill wrestling. That's my that's my headline for this. I'm leaving on that. The millennials are killing wrestling. Take that to the bank. Well, and. I'm and, I, and Brian, I appreciate appreciate the I'm call definitely. as you know. Talk to you in a long time. No great but conversation, guys. It's, an, yes, it's an absurd. It's an absurd thing when they say it about X, whether it's McDonald's oh, or or whatever. And it's I'm, it's absurd when you you know millennials are, you know, you're not giving millennials the options that they want. I mean, you just kind of said it yourself. They, you know, they're not giving. Yeah giving people what they want. So how do you blame somebody for killing something when they don't give them what they want? Like, well, they were oh, serving I crap I don't like, so I stopped going. Or I never You guys couldn't see went. my facial expressions. So you guys didn't know I was being sarcastic. I'll try harder next time. Yeah, I was. I oh, agree with you guys. Completely. Right. Yeah, I, I, was, I was joking when they say the millennials. Are killing. It's like, well, that, they could have said the same thing about the baby. I don't baby, know. You're, you know. Years ago. You know, you're not my age. You're what, like 33. Yeah, I'm pretty much right. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm the you know, I'm but I'm saying, but you're not I'm a millennial, consider... so it's easy to you know. I'm no. thinking, oh, he's falling into that paradigm that the millennials are fall for every goddamn thing. Millennials kill the rat Millennials kill millennials kill everything. They said the same thing about generation. millennials kill the housing that. market. <laughs> like, why aren't millennials buying homes? Like, maybe because like two three quarters of them make fucking ten bucks an hour. <laughs> And the houses that are on, on the Maybe. market have been sitting abandoned for 10 years and are, like, pretty much worthless. 
You know how many houses I've – I mean, I'm on the housing market now. You know how many abandoned houses are even in Minneapolis, this area, which is a pretty well-to-do, you know, metropolis. There's still – I mean, it's not like St. Louis, but there's abandoned strips of, of streets in some of this country with real estate that was to be sold and then just kind of got left and forgotten, literally forgotten. Yeah, when you see that stat that they're like, oh, there are 60, you know, 50 million homeless people in America, and there are 60 million homes that are just sitting around all throughout the country. So, yeah. Now, there's yeah. uh yeah, that's that, – yeah, but that is a different different conversation for a different day. So, uh, But I appreciate yes, this one. So, Thank uh, you both. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys both for the conversation. I'll call again soon. I won't be. All right, Goodbye. All right, take care, man. Well, I don't know. Is Brian's uh, newfound, um, you know, upcoming nuptials softening him? No, no, <laughs> you know, no, no whores, yeah. no, uh, no shit talking about yeah, the fellas. <laughs> that seems to be out the window, man. You know. he, had a, he had to choose a side. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, I mean, some of that stuff on the merch, merch stuff, it just doesn't, uh, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't hold a, a ton of water. But you know, they can be doing better. That's that is mm-hmm. very obvious. You know, you look at the, you know, you look at the ratings just from a year ago, from two years ago, let alone five or ten. That's where it gets super depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Where you realize, like, wait, five million people were watching just like six years ago, like the Seamus era when he first came on. That more people watching, and that remember, like, oh nine, it was just so boring. Like, oh, it was the peak of they're not pushing any, you know. Oh, Seamus gets a push because he's Triple H's buddy, workout pal, but they're not pushing anybody. It's the same old, same old. Yeah, they were still getting five, five, you know, four and a half, five million people watching. And my numbers could be slightly off, but compared to now, you know, when we're all struggling to stay above a 2.0 rating and stay, you know, SmackDown, if SmackDown gets 3 million viewers, it's like time for celebration. Uh, so things definitely need. Oh, I, what I wanted to bring up was in that 10 years, that uh, random number I picked, you know, Vince McMahon might not be in charge anymore. He might still, yeah. you know, he might, <laughs> 10 years from now, he might have 10 years left. You know, for real, for real, let's not kid ourselves. But, you know, the march of time marches on, and he might not be uh, running things in two to ten years. Um, And that could turn things around. I mean, just a new direction, just a sense of – it's weird because with the the financial, with Wall Street, they look at him as a stabilizing – like, it'll be opposite reactions. When Vince dies and or steps down, it'll be stock will probably fall in half, you know, or at least by 20, 25%. But the fan base is going to, I mean, it won't be woo-hoo in that he's dead, but they'll be like, fuck yeah, we're, we're you know, Triple H has proven in the last five years that he's his mm-hmm. vision is the vision that most wrestling fans uh, uh, would like to see and implement it on a larger on a larger uh, larger platform. Overall, on SmackDown week in and week out, who knows what kind of interest and in business that could spark when he starts pushing 
talent that he's comfortable, more comfortable with, and and executing things in a different way, in a more sports-like combat way, and not and everything's not all, you know, played for yucks or 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 just not serious. A lot of variables. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot can happen. Don't be too uh, definitive. All right, moving along. Let's um, let's uh, let's talk to Mike in Brooklyn. Mike, what's going on? What up? You going to the show, uh, SummerSlam or NXT, Mike? Hi, this is Mark from Ontario. Oh shit, it's Mark. <laughs> My bad. Uh, so you gonna have to hold Mark on, Mark, because I really here. did. No, no, Mark's going back on hold because that was that was my bad. He's right above uh, Mike on the on the switchboard. I okay. did want to talk to Mike. Mike, you going to either of those shows or both? Well, Playboys, Playboys, yes, yes. I'm going to um for sure for certain. I'm going to NXT and I'm going to the SmackDown Tuesday night. But I'm trying okay, to get cool. tickets for. I'm working on tickets for the Summer Jam. I mean Summer Slam right now. One one of my men, he, you know, he got one for me. So he said, but, it, you know, if that don't work, you know, my nephew's aunt, she's, you know, works back in the Barclay, so I just got to let her know when uh-huh. I'm down there. That's what's up. Yeah. It's like so when you leave, like, a popsicle in the door jam, like, oh, look yeah. at that, open door. Now I'm in the arena. So anytime y'all up here and they got a show, you get to go, fellas. Like Ain't nothing like having a, a hookup at a venue like that. I remember I That's went to uh, the, there was a radio station in Philly back in the early late nineties, early two thousand. It was Y one hundred, and they used to have a the Y one hundred festival every year. And I went one year. Bare naked ladies were headlining, but my man Tom, who I went with, had an aunt or a cousin or something that worked in concessions. We every time we went would go to concessions, we would get two giant like. 32-ounce beers, two of them. Uh, maybe they're 20-ounce, but two big cups of beer and a fucking plate of nachos and cheese, which is normally like $20, probably more. I'm talking six, eight bucks a beer plus another six, eight bucks for some nachos, five bucks. And, yeah, I was... Yeah, that's why I'm trying to that. order. That's why I'm trying to order a piece. So before I go off, fellas, I need for y'all to plug that so I can be, you know, pop up in there with teas because I'll never sit in my seat. I don't give a fuck. I go right in and go where I want. <laughs> but yeah, the, um, you know, the touch base. I see Brian. You know, kind of took him to church real quick, and it's a, it's it's something you just said, Trav, that just stuck out. Something got to change, and the main thing that has to change is that seventy-one-year-old man who still think he has his thing on the pulse or was hot. The thing is, he didn't have a pulse, a finger on the pulse that was hot even in, like, 1997 at their peak creative, you know, or, like, it, at the beginning of their peak. It, he was still eating, breathing, sleeping, eating, drinking, pro wrestling. He's not like he was watching TV back then or keeping up on pop culture. It, it just, he had people around him who were. Clearly. And really? he allowed those ideas to get through. And I'm not even talking about just like a Vince Russo type, but just 
And I don't know if it's because WCW was, you know, kicking his ass, and that, I'm sure that had That's a lot it. to do with, uh, you know, going, hey, uh, you know, let me open up some, open up to some new ideas. But you're getting your ass kicked worse by everything else than WCW ever did. Right. You know, Monday Night Football yeah. used to. I remember in the night in the in, the, in college in like '99 when I came back to watching wrestling, they would. They would. Uh, it was a big deal. Like NF, the NFL was worried about Monday Night Raw. Like, man, these goddamn rest. You know, these wrestling fans. You know, every bar was playing Raw and Nitro. You know, or, or one or the other, or both. Um. Now, like when they moved to ESPN, it was it, it should have, and they were competing directly as far as cable numbers. <laughs> Cable ratings go since the the last five or six years since since Monday Night Football has been on ESPN. It's the opposite. It's obviously WWE's always every summer uh, fall there, you know, as they should. They're worried about 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 Monday Night Football. It used to didn't be that way. They used to count on right. their, their folks sticking around. Um, Which I had a question but, you know, for y'all. Yeah, go ahead. Could they really? Go into the fall season with this dude as champion? I don't think so. Could they do what season? Oh, football season. With who? Roman or Lesnar? No, with uh, with gender. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, snap. Um, man, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, uh, this football season's what a month away. If yeah, that, because four weeks yeah, away, it is. So. no, a couple of weeks. Preseason starts like maybe two and a half weeks. If that, yeah. yeah. Football. But my thing is, because last night he looked like a straight chump. Like he looked like old gender. He looked like you know gender that does the job. They call job a gender. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. It was a decent. Thought, it was a decent match, but yeah, yeah, it was a decent match. It probably was the best. You know, since those two work together. But what I'm saying is, is like, if he's the champ, like, why the fuck is he taking the flat back ass? Why is he taking the what? Why is he taking the L going into SummerSlam if he's the champ? If this is the oh, guy that's because talks. he's going to leave SummerSlam uh, the champion. He might not win the match. That's my prediction. He win. He he, he keeps his belt on the technicality, but Shinsuke wins. Yeah. Because to me, I don't and think it's going to be a And then it's just a matter of, like you said, going into September and October, has Chandra Mahal is your, is your main guy? Like when you got AJ, you got Shinsuke, you got Nakamura, uh, or Owens, you got Cena, sort of have Cena. Not really. I guess he can't really. He's not full-time, so. Yeah. And, then it's um, like after and shit, why after didn't they? I mean, Cena's going to leave again at the worst time. No, he's going to. He's actually, after the slam, he's actually going to roll. Yeah, I think so too. He's going to roll. I know they have him advertised for house shows and TV. Right, but how long is he going to be on Raw until he has to go and like do another three months stint and, and and you know doing whatever filming a, a thing or whatever yeah. he's doing. Two grit or whatever that bullshit show and the couple movies he got for him is coming up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't watch True Grit, Mike? Nah, negative. 
Negative. Hey, Mike, I, did, uh, I don't know what phone you're on. I did just send you my uh, my SummerSlam posters that I made on your Facebook. Oh, that's a fact. You definitely, I'm definitely going to piece that. But, um, yeah, to talk, you know, facts, I'm with you, Trav, 110%, and I heard that it's been heavy, heavy, that, um, behind, you know, behind the curtain, Paul Heyman and Triple H and a few others have been pushing for Joe to get the title. They've been pushing for Joe to get the title, to be the one to get the title. To me, he makes the most sense because, like, longevity and somebody that can carry the ball, you know, on top, you know, in the main event, he could do that. He could talk, he could work, he could bring him, you know, he could bring him in. Not taking nothing away from Braun, because I'm digging Braun right now. But to me, Braun, Braun is more of like a, a, a feature performer type dude. Like, he, he, he's more or less like, he's more or less like young, young Chaser, where he really don't need a title. I hope and they don't put the title on he, him anytime soon. Yeah, and if he does get, you know, get the title, it should be like sporadic. It should not be, you know, long term runs with him. Because to me, he don't fit that mold. He's a special attraction. He's an attraction, not a special attraction, but he's an attraction. Yeah, he's a guy that should flirt with the feature dude. Flirt with the title, uh, uh, title picture, you know, a couple times a year, but you know, you can't, you can't build a damn. Uh, can't build a brand a brand around Braun Strowman. I don't think. Babyface heel. Maybe maybe as a babyface you could, but he needs to have his you know full on heel run for the next yeah, two about years. Another, yeah, that's what I was saying. He about another year to from a baby from a baby run. And to me, it only makes and, sense. And you need somebody that's gonna uh like you can't have him turn babyface and then feud with like somebody that's just not. You know, worthy. You got to have somebody that's like, um, if you can like replace him, if you can get another monster, if you can get the next, um, what is his name? He showed up at the pay per view to help gender. Um, You know, Great Khali or something. If if, if there's another Great Khali type, you can go back in time and you know, you know, fix Great Khali's knees and back, and he could wrestle again. Yeah, maybe. But like the uh, like the Cena argument or like the Roman Reigns argument now, it's like, well, who's the ta- who's going to replace him? So it's right. like, who's he going to realistically feud with if you turn him babyface? Who's going to? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's then, you know, creative people and get paid to to come up with this stuff. But and then to me, it makes sense because with Cena coming to Raw, and that seems likely of Joe getting the title, and it seems like you know. Maybe Joe and Cena will feel, you know, just to keep roaming out. Yeah, they gotta uh, come, they gotta they gotta be careful with Cena though. I mean, fans that we you know we love to see Cena take L's, and I didn't like the way he put it in his promo last night. Like, yeah, yeah I don't see like, that. I don't lose. Like, yeah, we get it. You don't need to, you know, no need to get it, uh, spell it out like that. Um. He could do another but one. But to have Cena go to Raw and feud with Joe only to lose the feud with Joe, it's like, you can't have Cena losing two, three, four feuds in a row. Then it becomes yeah. meaningless when he does, you know, put put guys over. Yeah, but... but um, He's Pratt, going to beat Baron that. Corbin at SummerSlam. Right? Absolutely. Like, he has to. He's just yeah. not ready. Like, 
and, and, and it's yeah. showing and that, that management. And it's, it's showing that management is feeling kind of like losing a little bit of steam behind him because he's not right. And then with the, the the new saying that Cena came up with this dude for last night, I mean, it, it, it's like a double-edged sword because it helps him because, you know, he get crowd heat from it, but it also hurts him, you know, as far as his sight. Yeah, you don't want to be like, so this thought is, of as a damn dumpster fire. Yeah, this is what the top really guy. Sad. And the, like, now you're going to call that really sad. Come on. Yeah. And all that the was the part he improvised. Because the sign, all the sign said was Baron Corbin dumpster fire. He was like, you skinny, fat, dumpster fire. <laughs> Shit. And all it takes for Cena to get up there at SummerSlam and be like, nah, this dude ain't got it. <laughs> this dude ain't got it. That's all it takes. Yeah. For him to sit there. Yeah, no, Cena petty as shit, yo. So. King. <laughs> King Petty. King Petty. Reading both of JCG's books and just listening to, you know what I mean? To do yeah. rant. And, and I've been watching them on Total Bellas. I've been watching a few episodes of Total Bellas and, like, uh, the, the the first season. And he's just, yeah, like, not the most pleasant he's a person. Dick. He's a dick. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Blunt way to put it. Yep, he's a dick. He's a dickhead. That's just. Come on, chat. Like, let's stop sugarcoating. He's a fucking dickhead. Dinner time, smoke time in the in the, in the smokers' room. You can't wait. It's like, come on, homeboy. Come on, homeboy. Like motherfucking Jay Z got more. You know what I mean? Bigger crooked Diddy and these dudes, and they ain't got as much house rules as you got, man. We talking about dudes that's on their way to a building. You ain't even in that conversation. For real. Like, for you to be even taking shit too, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's just, you know, him playing the caricature or... or, And then then Captain Dick had Monday night. It's like, this guy does himself no favors. It's like a quarterly thing for him to say or do the most dumbest shit. You know what I mean? You never heard a Dusty in his prime or Hulk or even a Hulk or Stone Cold in his prime not paying attention. Did you hear Roman Monday? Well, I don't watch Miss TV. Yeah. I didn't watch I, I, Miss see, TV. I, had, I, didn't have a, I, I didn't have a huge problem with that. Like when I heard Wade uh, getting on it, like kind of with the same reaction to you. Like, damn, you don't even watch what kind of – what does that say to the audience? Well, it says to the fucking audience that – I mean, he's he's backstage, he's warming up, he's watching footage, he's stretching. Like, so everybody's sitting around watching the monitors. Yeah, they probably really are, or or most most uh, uh, guys and gals are probably sitting around at some point of row watching the thing, whether they have a segment on or not. But they, you know, watching a monitor. But he could have phrased it a different way. Even when yeah. he was like, he could have said, yeah, I saw that Ms. TV and blah, blah, blah. He could have just said, no, I don't, I don't watch TV, Ms. TV because Ms. is a piece of garbage and I got other things to do. And I think that's totally understandable. Like, I don't have to, like, like yeah, I, I, I just thought that could have been written a lot better or executed better. But I def- right. I get the sentiment that that the initial emotional reaction, like, damn, this motherfucker don't even watch. He's just shitting on the, you know, a Pretty big part on of the product that he's on, and I'm just sitting back yeah. looking like, yeah, I'm just sitting back looking. Well, if this if, if, if this them and Cena have mania, my God, I can't wait for the verbiage between those. Cena is going to tear 
him a new asshole. Yeah, let's hope by then, if that's in March and April, you know, February, March, and uh, April leading up to WrestleMania, that that Roman uh, that Roman can, you know, bring it back. That he's not just standing, he's not getting steamrolled. Yeah, I think he is. And I think I think I don't think he will. I, I think he'd be I think he'd be confident enough to take the lines, take the jokes, take the take the insults or whatever, and then fire right back. I think he's confident in his spot and his position on the card and, and with Vince and management yeah. and everything that you yeah, know, it's and, and seen as like you know, one foot out the door anyway. That's probably right. that don't that might embolden him even more to be like to be the John Cena 2012, basically, to, to Cena's rock. You right, know, like, exactly. oh, here you are. You're going to abandon us, huh, John? I'd never leave. And then you be saying the same thing about Roman that we were saying about Cena because nobody wants you in a fucking movie. That's why you don't ain't, ain't leaving. Nobody cares about you that much. Nobody in, cares in the about you in a movie. Yeah. That spot already filled right. by your cousin, homeboy. Oof. Right. So. Yeah. Well, he do kind of look like Jason Momoa, though. Yeah, he do. You know, poor man's Jason Momoa. But... Poor man with the cheap jeans and, and white sneakers on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with his fucking Jenkos and, uh, and Steph Curry's and shit. Yeah, get the fuck yeah. out of here, Roman Reigns, man. And take that oh, hot-ass yeah. fucking bulletproof, bulletproof double-R Rough Riders Roman Reigns vest off, man. Hey, what the fuck, man? Double R. I'm tired. Of, I'm I'm so tired of that look, man. I am so yeah. tired of that look, man. Yo, the day Roman Reigns comes out in in uh, long tight in tights, whether they're short or long, and like no shirt, and knee pads, and elbow pads this year, we're gonna be like, what the fuck happened to Roman Reigns? Watch, watch. Mike gonna call in like, man, what the hell they doing with Roman? What are you looking at? Yeah, watch. <laughs> Mark yeah. my words. And then another thing I want to, you know, touch base with you and Killer Cam about is like, yo, what the fuck is, yo, how come people is just like so up in arms and so astonished like Jason Jordan's getting the reaction he's getting? Like once upon a time when Kurt started, wasn't he getting the same reaction? Well, Kurt was a, was yeah. a heel and it was clear. No, he was doing remember, the, at first he was, yeah, but remember, at first, at the very, very beginning, he was born as a baby, a pure white baby, and it didn't happen. Remember, it wasn't yeah. getting old. You talking about after the... Really? I remember him, his first couple times on TV, telling people to drink milk and to practice abstinence. I don't, I don't know in what fucking world that, that guy's a baby face, especially in 1990 goddamn nine. <laughs> you come on to a show written by Vince Russo talk about drink milk and fucking, you know, stay away from these, uh, what Shahid's the word, uh, women of ill repute. Yeah. Like, nah, you're going to get hope I don't think that. either really clever or kill somebody. Because for the gimmick that they're going for, he's going to have to do one or the other. Um, what? Well, kill somebody? I missed the first one. To kill somebody. Like, either be really clever in things oh. you're going to say, yeah. or kill somebody. Yeah, I, if, it, if it's one or the other, I think killing somebody, somebody is, is 
something he's more capable of I think he's closer to that, yeah. And I think he can do it, too. I think he does have a mean streak, and he's showed it that first, uh, that first singles match. Um, but, yeah, like I was very disappointed we didn't get the table on uh, SmackDown. But, no, Jason Jordan is clearly, like, has that amateur background and is crazy strong. So, yeah, yeah. he's going to have to, like, I would have him – I probably have them run through. And the audience are fucking assholes. Like, let's, like, be real. Like, he's yeah. given oh, them nice. nothing. He's given the audience nothing to watch. To watch. Why would they want to boo him? He hasn't done anything. Yeah. He hasn't looked at him sideways. He hasn't. Uh, I mean, it, they just don't. They, they just decided. As a collective, you know, like, nah, we're not going to, you know. We don't have a, any good reason. We just, you know, we don't. He smiles too much or whatever. Some bullshit, you know. Like, good lord, folks, y'all, y'all are way too spicy with y'all, with y'all booze this early in. Like his third week on Raw, his second match, y'all already have decided. Nope, we're done. And it's just like, nah, man. Like, they're just being, they're just being unfair. Yeah, let it play out a little bit. Yeah. And then with old, and then with old girl, how they did her, then how they did old girl on um, Monday night. That's just crazy. I said, yeah, that's just crazy. But that's on them though. They fucked that up. We sat here and talked about that. Going back six months, eight months. Yeah, we talked about that. How they last killed July that girl. That's on him. That's on them. Wrote about it. I talked about girl. it every week. That's uh, that's on them. They. This is they they made this bid now they got a lion and Bailey's got to unfortunately power through this and 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 hope to come through on the other side not 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 hurt and and too bad. Yeah, how they just killed that girl. Like, but um, on the flip side of things, um. Because I'm hearing it's another super, uh, superstar shakeup now. Now it's not, you know, so they can market it. So it's not going to be, a, you know, a full-on drive now. I'm hearing now, you know, twice a year is going to be a superstar shakeup. Like, who's some of the guys, you know, so who's some of the people that y'all think are benefit of going back down to NXT? Going back down? Yeah, because I'm hearing this is what happened. They are talking about this is how I'm hearing how it's going to play out. I'm hearing Vince already, you know, incorporated certain people going back down to NXT instead of just Mm. switching them off. I mean, I I really wouldn't mind seeing like we. I think we had a full on. Didn't we have like a full on kind of like mapping out what Enzo could do, like when the whole breakup first happened. Like, yep. he could, uh, or was that just me listening to somebody else's audio? It's hard to nah, that was all, it all together. That was true. Yeah, but if he goes back to NXT, ahead. let's say he goes to NXT and, like, still doesn't find a ton of success in the ring, and then he decides, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to manage folks. I'll still, you know, I'll still, you know, occasionally when it when it comes up and I got to defend my honor, or if he's a heel, uh, you know, go after somebody or whatever, then he'll rest, you know, wrestle and take bumps and stuff. But if he, if they have Enzo, Enzo as your traditional uh, uh, wrestling manager, and he gets himself a stable, like a real deal stable, 
that would be fine. Especially if it's a journey. Like, he tries to go back and, you know, he tries to find success in the ring, and he just, even at the NXT level, it's just, you know, hey, just not built for this. But you know what? I got a mouth. I'm clever. And I can, I, I've been in this business long enough that I know the ins and outs, and I can manage people's careers. However you want to tell that story, just have him then uh, find a guy or, or, or woman. Shit. Imagine, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't think of um, any other cop that would necessarily fit with his bombast and all that stuff. But if you found like a a quiet, you know, just a quiet as in she don't really talk a ton or has mic skills. If you find yourself a, a a a woman that's good but isn't exactly charismatic and in on the mic and stuff and have have Enzo. Uh, oh hell yeah! I mean, there's options. But who the hell else could go down? I don't know. It hopefully is they need bodies Dolph. on the main roster. They don't need to like Dolph. let people Dolph. Dolph Ziggler ain't gonna know goddamn NXT. Unless it's a part he of a bigger to. story that's gonna like you know but I don't think they're willing to do that with Dolph. Tell this Where has he six been? months he year hasn't long been on him in almost a month. A month? I ain't seen that motherfucker since the almost the summer started. <laughs> He fought uh, Nakamura back in April and May. Like that was it. I ain't mean, seen that man since since spring. He was so, in the battle. I, I don't, and again, I just it. don't think even at the NXT level, I don't think they they'd be willing to put that kind of investment in Dolph, in Dolph Ziggler at this point. Um, but I actually I actually wrote about wrote about the uh, upcoming the upcoming uh, the upcoming drag or shakeup. And what could they? Let me find it. Uh, here it is. So yeah, um, an end of summer shakeup could get the divisions right. And it's just me hitting the fact that I don't think there should be two women's divisions and two tag divisions. And I've been talking about harping on that for since the original, since the split last summer. Like, there doesn't need to be two women's division with five women in it that you're only featuring two at a time. If you got a strong, solid division with 10, 12, 15 women in it, you don't have to always have... Like, Alexa Bliss is hurt by interacting and wrestling the same women week in and week out. Week out, yeah. Right, you're absolutely right. Like, she went with all this momentum. She went, made the splash uh, on Raw. They didn't miss a beat. You know, losing Charlotte and getting her, and then you know she's uh, she's great and all, and you know she does her thing. But yeah, she's talking to my Bailey, she's doing her thing with Nia Jax and Sasha Banks, and that's it. And, like they won't even like 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 the the, the one that's uh, the most uh, blatant, the most obvious woman that should be pushed too. Actually, it's Emma and goddamn Mickey James. Like, what was the point of re-signing Mickey James? If the 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 best thing you got out of her was a really a really good match out of out of Oscar and a decent build to that, and then whatever she did initially with Alexa Bliss as heels, and then getting turned, and then once she got turned on, it was over. Yeah. Like, what's the point? Why is she still around? Getting squashed in gauntlet matches, and you know. So just have two. One dominant women's division, put it on SmackDown or put it on Raw, 
have a tag division, put it on Raw's Smackdown. You know, I I I gave uh, you know I lined them however they want to do it. Put all the tag teams on SmackDown or all the cruiserweights on Raw, whatever. But yeah, that was a uh, that was uh, the focus of my uh, column this week. And then y'all mind with the um with the other revival tag getting hurt? Do you think um oh. you know, management is probably looking at them like injury prone? I mean, it 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 does it it won't get them looked at as not injury prone. <laughs> and I even put them in the article like, yeah, with the revival, with the Cass and Enzo breaking up, the revival can't stay healthy. The only reason the Raw tag division is is looked at as being decent is because you compare it to the SmackDown one, which is just trash. It's New Day and the Usos, and that's it. Like once that runs its course, what are they going to do? What are they going to do come September, October? Brizongo, we'll yeah. I even specifically said, like, yeah, Brizongo are good for a chuckle, maybe a, a week, but you don't want them at the top, at the top of that division or anywhere in there. We saw what happens when you put them in there and they have comedy matches on pay per view with serious. It hurt the Usos. It hurt the momentum they had. Luckily, they're good enough that they. They would have moved right on and keep doing their thing. Uh, but uh, in that moment, the Usos look like idiots having to wrestle those, you know, comedians. So. That's a fact. That's a definite fact. I think I think Sanity is on their way up, though. You think Zongo so? are two sitcom mm-hmm. goofs. That's what I call them. Sitcom I think it's going to be Sanity and Bobby Roode. So you okay? So sanity comes up as a as a as a three. Uh, I guess whatever three or four of them. They all come up. Bobby Roode. So who? So you got to give us. You asked us, and I don't have much much of an answer besides uh, Enzo. But who goes down from either roster? Like Let's who, say send Ty Dillinger's ass back. back. I mean, yeah. What is he doing? NXT champion. Uh, hold up, Mike. Say what, Cam? Why not have Gable as NXT champion? Get good matches out of everybody. Oh my god! And it's not a demotion for him. It's match quality. Uh, I mean, it is. Up. It's still a demotion on who's the amount of people seeing him and you know checks that he's getting. Yeah. I still say it should have been him and Russo as that summer plan. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Was- so that match is, I, I, I didn't talk to y'all last week, but that match is absolutely just tore the fucking house down. Mm-hmm. It really did. That was amazing. Yep. I, w- I said it in the group immediately after they they set up the Orton thing. I was like, I'd rather see Gable or uh, Gable Rusev 2 at SummerSlam rather yep. than Orton Rusev. I don't think he's going back down, though. I think he's going to fuck around and do better than um, Jason Jordan. Yeah, I don't think There's he should. Uh, yeah. He's going to have showcase matches with a bunch of people and lose. He'll have a U.S. title shot against Kevin Owens or something at some point, and you know they'll have it. They'll tear the house down, and uh, and he's just going to you know not come up on the uh, winning side for a while. And but I don't think he should go down. But if he did, a few. But he couldn't. You know, this is going to do a few with Drew McIntyre. Take the title off of him. Send him and Tommy do some work. Like, hey, Drew McIntyre. Well, well, you know, uh, Whoopi's going to be there. 
You know what's the name of Polly B there? Summer Slam Weekend? Adam Cole, yeah. baby. Okay, well. Remember, he's been quiet. He fell off the grid. Shit, you could have Bobby Roode retain at TakeOver and then get called up and then have to have to find a new NXT champion and then that that's how you get Gable on, you know. Or and I'm hearing, Black or something, you know. And I'm I'm reading from uh observer that it was that it's supposed to be some type of ROH faction in um NXT. Jay White, he's going there. Adam Cole. I mean, that's an idea, sure. I just don't know how much. I just don't know how much WWE wants to give you know that kind of visibility and making it so obvious. You know, what are they? What are they going to be called? You know, the, the, the you know. I just don't think. I just don't think that's a, a Vince thing. And I think he would well, veto that, even though he's not necessarily yeah, hands on with with NXT. I think he would go, "What an ROH feud? Like, nah, that gives them, that just gives them too much attention." Yeah, you know, you that's know more and that's a brand that has national a national presence, as small as it is, and you know, you know Sinclair and stuff. Oh, and by the way, fuck Sinclair, just again, wow. just the moves they're making. It's, mm-hmm. ugh. Borderline illegal, like the stuff they're doing, like with local TV, forcing them to play. They have this thing on the this the what's this guy Boris uh, Boris. Um, he's a big time Trump supporter. Surrogate will go out on TV shows and talk and you know suck Trump's dick on fucking camera. Uh, Boris Epstein, maybe. No, I think that's a that's a sports agent. <laughs> but his name's Boris something. And he does this he does this the beat or the breakdown with Boris. And it's like this, you know, segment that Sinclair is forcing all these local local channels to to run. They're that they're syndicated in on all these like smaller markets and stuff. It's uh yeah, it's kinda gross, like the moves Sinclair is making to, to become uh, a right wing powerhouse, media powerhouse. It's yeah, yeah. So, so fuck them. But so, but yeah, I just don't back to back to the ROH faction. I just don't think WWE would would uh, prop ROH up like that. Yeah. So let me ask y'all. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave on this all in um chewing can. Should it yeah. win at SummerSlam, or is it is it a one off, or is it something that you know goes into the fall? Like that feud with him and uh, gender. I don't think it's a one-off. I I don't think they have the the talent to do any one-offs. I mean, you saw that with Orton, the four goddamn month-long feud they did with him and 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 gender. So to turn around and then have a one-off with with Nakamura, but yeah. So so like I said earlier, I think Shinsuke wins, but only by technicality and doesn't doesn't leave champion. I, to me, and can bring up the point about them, t- excuse me, touring India uh, in a few weeks or whenever, yeah. pretty soon. 
it's like a few weeks, I believe, in the beginning of summer. So I think after that ending, so I think it may on the chin that will come to And hold it man in today you can have the rematch that we all want. Would you say, Mike? Say it again. I said, um, I think they'll win after they say Indian tour and hold it until Mania. So we can have that dream match that we all want at Mania yeah. for WWE Championship. AKA versus Shinsuke. Yeah. Could you imagine uh, Nakamura? And, and thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. Always. Could you imagine Nakamura as the champ as the champion and at the end of the year and then AJ and and and, and Owens have been feuding for, for at this point for months and back and forth and it's really intense feud and finally by hook or by crook, maybe some kind of like at T L C like final, like this is it, this is the last match, whoever wins won't be able to the loser won't be able to challenge as long, you know, do that gimmick. Like, AJ, you won't be able to challenge for the U.S. title as long as um, Owens is champion, and the same goes for you, Owens. So, guaranteed, the feud, you know, ends with the bang. Owens wins. It's all sad and everything. And then AJ wins the Rumble and sets up, you know, Nakamura, AJ at WrestleMania. That would be great. Definitely would. Let's uh, let's um, let's read an email here. We'll go to Kyle Love from Kansas City. Uh, Kyle chimes in. Hey guys, hope everything is well. Not an overly eventful week of wrestling, in my opinion. Uh, a few things stood out though. Best episode of Miz TV took place Monday. Uh, since we won't get a Lesnar match on free TV, I'm good with him taking out the Miz Taraj. Uh, if Lesnar was in, uh, if Lesnar has indeed entered the, the testing pool, I'm hoping he wins at SummerSlam and somehow goes into the Jones fight, carrying the U.S. title. I don't know if he means that literally, like to the octagon, or just the champion at the time. Uh, I think that would elevate the title itself, regardless if he wins or loses. Ew, I don't know. Uh, and he would lose to Jones. Oh, he's saying and he would lose to Jones. Okay. I mean, hey, you can't beat that marketing. Like, that would be amazing. Come out to the ring. He's not going to uh, come, come out to the, the match. With the the title. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, no, no, no. Wild or whoever, you see her. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> You're not going out on TV with that, though. Well, he could just go, okay, you could stop me. I'm headed to the mat, uh, to the octagon. You want to take this title from me? But I don't know if he'd be that disrespectful. I think he would understand. Like this is not if they don't yeah, want I'm that. Yeah, I got more money coming to me. Right. Like why? Yeah. Why? He don't care about the prestige of that belt. That's not a personal care or goal of his to get that title over to to that audience. If anything, he might go, no, I don't want to come out here and be seen as some fake wrestler yeah, they guy. They already look at me as some fake wrestler guy. And I don't want to yeah. solidify that coming out with my sparkly fucking toy belt. Yeah. 
but but Kyle thinks he loses to Jones. That's interesting. You're I, in that same I mean, if kind I, of camp, right? Yeah. If I had to go with yeah. it, like I, I would say yes, because I just, you know, I think I don't think John Jones is as strong as Brock Lesnar, but I don't think John Jones is as strong as most of the guys he fights. They just can't get to him because his reach is stupid, and we know Brock yeah. has oh, not. Damn Cormier. Joe, uh, uh, Lesnar is taller and obviously bigger than Cormier. Uh, yes. Cormier looked looked mad regular out there. Like I couldn't tell watching it. Like is Cormier short or is John Jones tall? And it's John Jones, John is Jones tall. Is tall. Yeah, but you know Lesnar's not short. So Lesnar also. And I know, I know he's a striker and he's been doing it for years and he's got precision. And that kick to the head comes right to the, right to mind. I tell you what, I'd go out of my goddamn way to see that fight, though. Like, regardless who I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I just think Lesnar would would be able to survive, you know. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. John just Jones. Get his hands let me, on him. Let me you, be over. I'm going to tell you what Lesnar's reach is first. Because this is always, like, this is what separates John Jones to me. Brock Lesnar's reach is... Let's see. He fights at 265. Um, I don't know. Somebody will tell me. His reach is 81 inches. Okay? And that figures okay. in, what, hands and feet? You know what John Jones reaches? 89? Well, 84 and a half. Okay. Like, so the advantage is just not in. Yeah. That's it. But I mean, in a fight, that's a huge difference as far as reach goes. Like most guys, when they fight, it's like within an inch as far as the reach advantage goes. But a lot of it is built on height. But yeah, John Jones is like I think Brock Lesnar is six three, but John Jones is six four, and within eighty four, okay. eighty four and a half inch reach. Like, I, Brock Lesnar is great. I don't think Brock Lesnar can get close enough to him because nobody can get close enough to him. Like, Gustafson is the only guy who got to Jones like that out of everybody. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, I just don't have. Like, Saturday, last Saturday was the first time I saw John Jones fight outside of clips on Instagram or, or you know, YouTube or UFC highlights. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have, I can't. Be like, oh yeah, that time he fought Guster or Gustafson or that, you know. I, I just don't have. I'm just going by visual what I think of Brock Lesnar. What I, you know, uh, I just don't think it would be. I don't think that having that. I just don't think the reach. Obviously, the reach advantage on like a Cormier. Oh shit, he tore the banister off. <laughs> you know, the sanity is beating down uh, authors of pain. And they zip tied uh, one of them to the to the guardrail that keeps the fans back. <laughs> he pulled that shit off and went to the ring, and then he's putting the boots to him. It's pretty yeah. dope visually. Um, Sanity try, basically is the shield in this segment, like with the three on okay. three on two. But yeah. Um, yeah, just obviously, just the reach advantage isn't as much of a an advantage in, in a Lesnar fight as it was in, in, a, in a Cormier fight. 
yeah, I really have no business trying to analyze because I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't watch MMA. Uh, I'm just I'm going to watch that fight if it happens, and hopefully it does happen. Yeah. That's gonna All be, right, Kyle continues. Uh, where was I? Oh, okay. I thought the last man stand. I thought the last. I don't want to keep lecturing Kyle on his emails. Like, I was like, hey, send separate emails. Don't send the long thread. <laughs> um, just hit enter when you want to talk about a new thing. Just hit new paragraph or one, two, three, number them. <laughs> he just writes it all one paragraph, six topics in one paragraph. Uh, I thought the last man standing match was great. However pointless, uh, it would have been nice to hear Roman say, I could very well get injured, so why should I be in this match right before my title shot? Yeah, that 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 goes for a lot of... Uh, the guy that can't say that, number one. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, right, right, right. Number one, he's the, yeah, the lead baby face, stand-up, tough guy, bring the big fight, big dog, all that crap. He can't be like, ooh, I might get injured. As logical and as much as that makes sense, you know, as 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 a com as a combat uh, competitor, whatever fighter, you can't. That's just not the story they tell in WWE. It's, you know, Yo, AOP has been around for what a year now. This is the first time they've been. I think laid out like this. This is a this is a sight. But uh, yeah, yeah, guys going to they guys got to wrestle even you know when when SmackDown used to be on Friday taped, but still you know Friday you know two days away from the pay per view, guys would get their asses kicked and and, and have big matches and stuff so. Uh, but it wasn't pointless. It was it was to have Roman, to have Strowman get a win, and to have uh, Joe get a measure of revenge on on Reigns. Uh, SmackDown was all right, an easy watch as always. I feel like Natty versus Naomi is an afterthought, as there's no inter- there was no interaction between the two. Yeah, I mean, you had your interaction was between has been between Carmella and Naomi, and now Carmella and Natty, and James Ellsworth, the returning Ellsworth. Um, it's a weird dynamic because Natty's the heel. Like, don't mess this up for me, like, bitch. You know, shut your, you know, like you're a bad guy. Ain't nobody gonna be sympathetic for you because you know because Carmella's there with with her briefcase. Uh, having gender lose a week and a half out from SummerSlam was stupid. Yeah, I disagree. I think Gordon had to get some kind of, you know. Eventually, I guess you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna make it, it, For me, it tells me gender might, or, or Rusev might beat Orton. And they were like, you know what, we got to get Orton have him give, get a win and look better than the non-title match over the guy that's beat him three straight times. Oh yeah. And if you go back to last SummerSlam when he lost to Lesnar, you know, I don't know what his, his record record since has been, but yeah, if he's uh, he's probably under five hundred on pay per view in the last twelve months. Hmm. 
one big match yeah. he did win was uh, against Bray at uh, at Mania. Who's the cockroach match? The Metro Brothers. Hmm? Who are the Metro Brothers? They ain't no Metro Brothers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know them. Why are the Metro Brothers dressed like greasers? Are you watching NXT? Yeah. Oh, here they come. Metro Brothers. They look like Duke and Domino. <sighs> JC and Chris. Chris. Seriously? Seriously? That guy on the right looks like a, the... the Great value, Dean Ambrose, number one. Uh, guy on the left, I don't even. You get these guys out of here, man. JC and Chris. Did somebody like, show him, like, look at him like, he's about to beat the shit out of you guys? It does seem that way. Tree <laughs> Profits. Yeah, they're going to serve you guys up. Who they wrestling? Tree Profits. Come out with the red polo set. Yeah. Doing the, doing the cooking dance. Okay. All right. All right, last uh, question from Kyle. Uh, I think Shane will end up screwing somebody over in the U.S. title match. Well, I think it's set up to he's going to screw inadvertently or orvertently. That's a that's a thing. Um, he's going to he's going to he's going to vertently or inadvertently screw over uh, 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 Owens because that's the match that they want to have. So it only makes sense that he uh, that AJ wins and Shane somehow factors in, even in a even in a way that that only that only Owens is. Pissed about like we as the audience go Well that's you know that's how it is And Owens is the eel go you know Yo what is in that cup You think it's some Henny in there I hope so (laughs) (laughs) And he did have one more Are y'all ready to sit through a six hour show next Sunday Just some talking points Have a great show Hell no but no, I'm not ready for that. Well, shit, it's Craig said he could us hit through a 12 hour show, and we some suckers for, for not wanting to sit through a four or six hour show. I don't like nobody like that. Like, I'm I'm assuming, Travis, and this is early on, like, I'll probably have people over and, like, make food okay. and stuff. And it'll be a fun time. We'll all be together. Because mm-hmm. I can't do this shit by myself, dog. That is too long. Oh, yeah. God. Like, yeah, if you're cooking, I'm even there. A, even a four-hour show is too long. You know, like, no, no. Maybe we can get. Uh, Yo, <laughs> why do one, like one of them Metro dudes should have like a pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t-shirt sleeve, James yeah. Dean style? Yes, he should. Wait, they shirts got pockets on them. They kick their asses. Come on. <laughs> you can't be out there wearing a, a tight white T-shirt with the, with the pocket over the heart. Uh, that's hilarious. That doesn't work for you? 
Not at all. I'd rather them have a deep V-neck on. Oh, nice and that bullshit has. And hit him with the damn, uh, who does that shape? Uh, hit him with the damn, I, some, I think some football player does it. Oh, man. Who ran a 4-3-40? What's that? Street Profits. Are you familiar at all with this other guy, the not not D'Angelo mm-hmm. Dawkins? No. Yeah, me neither. That I am not. Oh, that dance? <laughs> what the hell? I forget who does shoulder that. Shimmy? The shoulder roll. Does yeah. he got that thing with his nipples that gender has? Like, is that the... He seems to have that thing going for him with the weird, puffy nipples. Boy on drugs? Blasto, blastoma, or whatever the fuck. Hmm. I didn't know you could get glaucoma in the nipples. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, let's uh, head back to the constellation lines. Oh, John M. John M. just chimed in with us. Email. What up, John? <laughs> Wait a second. John M is taking some serious, uh, making some serious assumptions. I know you don't. But he's a talk, obviously talking to me. I know you don't believe in God, but this is right up your alley. Look for YouTube Science and the Hidden Agenda of Satan, Part Eight and Nine. Like, who told you that? Just because <laughs> I don't believe in the, just because I, you know. The Abrahamic God is a fucking psychopath, and I say that shit with, with fervor because I've read the books. <laughs> you know, don't mean I, you know, you know, I'm nobody's atheist, and I, I do listen to a bunch of atheist podcasts, but, but no, I, I don't, you know, whatever you want to call it, I do believe in, in something, not some godless heathen out here. Jeez. So, not wrestling related, but he's just suggesting. Oh, it goes into how entertainment, comic books. CERN and the Bible are connected. How the Egyptians had advanced math way before the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, because fucking Pythagoras went to Egypt to fucking learn, just like all those fucking Greeks did. But they get credited for being the the creators of democracy and the algebra and all this shit. Algebra is a fucking Persian word. Chemistry is a fucking commission word. It's an African fucking word, or at least the chem part. Like, yeah, they ain't teach nobody nothing. They went and learned and fucking, granted, they went and applied it very well and added on and all that stuff, but they didn't create that shit. They didn't come up with that. Pythagoras had had to have a teacher. Who fucking taught Pythagoras? Some fucking African in, Nor- in North Africa. We need to continue no. to fund these HBCUs, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't teaching that shit at HBCU. For, HBCUs were, I mean, were, 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 were created to, make, to, have, to get black people technical jobs. Yeah. That's why they were all you know, like A&Ms and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you're ruining my state in Africa joke, but okay. Oh, yeah. We've established today I'm not, I'm not getting sarcasm or, or mm-hmm. <laughs> nuance. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, it's been holding for a while. We're talking to Kylan. What do you say, someone on Twitter? I hate you, fucking guys. Damn. I think that's him on the line, so we'll get to him in a bit. 
going to have to hang his ass on. Hate <laughs> you guys so fucking but damn. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's bring Kylan on and hear from him. Kylan, what's happening? What up? Not much, guys. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. Well, I, I, I think we I think we figured out where those enhancement guys got their name from. Apparently, someone on the NXT creative team must be some kind of a fan of InSync because JC and Chris are two names of guys from InSync, in case you forgot. Yeah, but those guys were like guys were like six when Insync was making music. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Well, they don't get the joke. That's the joke part. The people on creative get. Yeah. All right, what's on your mind, Kyle? All right, what's on your mind, Kyle? Okay. My, one of one of my questions for this week is on. The WWE SmackDown Women's Division. Well, this might tie in both divisions, but I'm not exactly sure yet. With with Ronda Rousey's version of Arn Anderson, Shayna Baszler. Being in the May Young Classic Tournament in a couple of weeks, and with with Chris Cyborg challenging Becky Lynch to to a match at at, at SummerSlam or some point in the future, and with Ronda Rousey possibly being retired from UFC. I, I'm not sure, but it, it seems that way. Do you see any of them either forming some type of separate MMA versus wrestling faction, or all having successful singles careers in the WWE at some point in the near future? I do not. Not even Ronda Rousey. Like, I just, I, I don't see Ronda Rousey, who's made, I'm sure, a heck of amount of money in the last three years uh, fighting and making movies and uh, whatever endorsements she, whatever product she endorses going, <laughs> number one, learning how to wrestle and then being good enough to be put, uh, good enough because she's Ronda Rousey, so the, 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 her, her her learning curve and her what she needs to be able to do it would be less. Uh, but I don't think, I don't think she would work well as a WWE superstar, I just 
don't think that would work. I don't think Ronda Rousey, as even as a special attraction that comes in and has a match a few times a year, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, you know, big big you know, New Year's Raw or something like that, uh, and Chris Cyborg, even less. What the hell? I hadn't heard about this. challenge Becky Lynch. Cyborg challenged Becky Lynch to a pro wrestling match. Was that your first time watching her when we watched her a weekend before last? I didn't get there in time to see her, but no, I've seen her fight in like uh, Bellator Pride or whatever before. So I wouldn't. Becky Lynch don't need that. She don't need that in her life, man. Like just hell no, she don't. And again, who the hell is Chris Cyborg to be thinking she can just be like, yeah, I want to wrestle? Can Becky Lynch be like, okay, I want to fight you? And I mean, she wouldn't want to, but like, yeah, I want to fight you. They'd be like, do you know how to fight? Well, no. Well, get the fuck out of here. Same goes for Cyborg. Do you know how to wrestle? Can you take a bump? Can you take a hip toss? Can you sell a punch? Can you throw a worked punch? You've been throwing shoot punches your whole damn adult and fighting life. Come on. That's that's just nonsense. I don't see any of those four horsemen women doing anything consistently with WWE besides showing up in the in the arena or in the, in the audience in the front row or something. And if the one is in the Mae Young Classic out of the group, and she's dedicated and wants to become a wrestler, that's, that's fine. That's probably because we've never heard of her in the fight game beyond being friends with, you know, being a four-horse woman and being being friends with Ronda Rousey and those ladies. Um, but, yeah, I don't see any of those things you just talked about, Kylan, happening um, to varying degrees. Cyborg and... <laughs> Becky Lynch being the most get-the-fuck-out-of-here one and everything else, like, nah, probably not, and, yeah, most likely won't happen. That's a lot that of cyborg thing. That's, Yeah, totally. And and we'll learn something at that four, at the May Young Classic. They'll probably, one or all of her friends, the other three, you know, might be in the crowd. I, I don't know if that stuff's been taped all the way through or what, but I haven't heard anything after the first one or two, one taping or something they had a couple weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, Kylan, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the no way on, on all those things. What's your, uh, excuse me, what's your next, uh, next topic? Uh, next topic. And my next topic concerns the future of of the SmackDown world title or the WWE Championship round. Go ahead, I'll leave. Do you think that if Shinsuke does not win the SmackDown or, or, excuse me, this, the WWE title on SummerSlam, and that Lynch will stubbornly ride out the entire JBL route with it in there and have him retain the title all the way to Mania. No, I don't think so. I think he wins it before. Maybe, maybe Shinsuke doesn't win it uh, by uh, 
you know, by SummerSlam, but I think before the end of the year, either he or AJ are WWE champion. Yeah, it's more. It's it's more for me. I don't not who's going to win it. It's more that gender won't be the champion going into WrestleMania. Yeah. There's absolutely no way Gender Mahal is theoretically second from the top or first or at the top, whatever. However you want to look at the you know Universal and uh, and, and WWE championships, they're going to be right there one two one two or one three or whatever right at the top of the card. Gender Mahal's face is not going to be on a WrestleMania poster. Uh, unless it's in a crowd of others in a Andre Battle Royal. I'd have him, you know, he could win that, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, no, no, Kylan. Um, there's, I've, I've said this a million times. Jinder Mahal is no JBL. You know, he's just not. He just, you know, he, he, he might be a slightly better than him in the ring, just athletically. I don't even know if it's, you know, JBL at that point had been wrestling 20 damn years. Uh, so he knew all the tricks and all the psychology and all the stuff to keep his, you know, 40-year-old breaking down body uh, safe and, and doing main event style matches. But he he does not. JBL's money was made holding that microphone and, Talking people into into buying tickets to see him face Undertaker, You'll Big Show, John Cena, whoever. He is n- not even in that league. He's not even in the developmental league of wherever J- of whatever JBL was. So, uh. Uh-uh. And I don't even think I don't even think he's the champion headed in. I don't think gender is the champion at. By Halloween, I don't think they go in there two months into football season, and Jinder Mahal is still the champion. Oh well, it's different because it's SmackDown, so they're not you know they're not losing, they're not going up against football directly head to head. I just I just don't see it. Vince could surprise you know he could surprise us. He could go hey he could justify it or, or 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 talk himself into well. People that don't that aren't going to watch Raw because football's on, they're going to still want their wrestling fix, and maybe they'll they'll watch a certain percentage for sure. It's just a matter of is it, is it 2% or is it 12%? You know, a certain percentage of, of, of Raw fans that are skipping Raw to watch football for the next 16 weeks, they might tune in to see SmackDown. But do you want, to, do you want them to go, you know what, I'm going to tune in and watch SmackDown, and then they're seeing Jinder Mahal on top. They might go, you know what? See y'all in January. You know, yeah. uh, for the for the for WrestleMania uh, for the Rumble and, and WrestleMania build. So, yeah. Uh, is this is Craig on Twitter again. Why does anyone love you, assholes? I don't know. What I don't know what we did to Craig. Uh, oh, well, you know, he's been know. drinking, so. Yeah, oh, he's on it. Uh, all right, well, speaking of, let's, uh, might as well talk to him. Even though he called us assholes and said he hates us. Uh, Craig, what's happening? What's going on? Oh, I so 
I wish I had that sound from when the uh, when the thing when they uh, put the thing on the thing when they had the like the uh, hey get the pot to keep the pot and then he yells all the shit. You remember, remember those? I thought this was a man. What the fuck? What did you just exactly. say? I just didn't understand any of that. Do you remember? Sorry. You know what, Craig? I'm not going to tolerate your crap today. Yeah. Are you going to cut me off? If you cut me off, no, I, just, I, I will not gonna tolerate find your crap today. Oh, now you Brian Austin going to uh, <laughs> come to my house. Oh, <laughs> Uh, no, I, ha- I have a 10-point inspection on your podcast. Oh. Yeah. This is no good. Point number one. Mm-hmm. Can I allow you to plug your T-shirts, which you haven't plugged yet? Um, sure. You can find all the uh, East Coast cast and South Congress merchandise being... T-shirts, wallets, clocks, blankets, cell phone cases. Apparently our cell phone cases came out really good, by the way. Um, let's see. What else we got? Skirts, dresses, the whole lot at both our uh, Redbubble and T-Bubble stores. Even onesies. Well, not onesies yet. But you can go to redbubble.com or T-Bubble or T-Public.com. And search the term Seahawks, and you can find all our merchandise there. Um, again, Redbubble and T Public, you can find all the uh, East Coast cast and South Congress merchandise. Point number two I really hope to meet Mike from Brooklyn and Willis because I heard they're both going to the uh, NXT show. I, I'm not going to SummerSlam, I'm going to. Uh, NXT, but I'm not going to uh, the uh, SummerSlam. Did, were you able to get off, like from work? I know you had an issue with uh, your scheduling or some shit. No, right? I'm. I mean, I'm still not off officially yet. No, um, I may either quit or. Either way, I'm. I'm still going. Uh, well, number I mean, point hey, if number stomach, three. If you got if you got a stomach ache or you know a little you know. The flu, you know. The, hey, you the, the 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 problem is that uh, you told everybody. I have to take <laughs> I no 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 no. That's not the point. The uh, the problem is that I'd have to take three days off in a row of days I'm scheduled, and that means you give your you you uh, figure what they call it. You voluntarily terminate yourself or whatever the hell. So we're trying to deal with that right now in the union. And because he gave me that, I it 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 I sent you guys the stuff on the VIP, but it it just depresses me and breaks my heart that this shit happens that a dude can't hook up with his sister two days a year, you know. Anyway, uh, all right, point number three. Sinclair, the 
the crap you're talking about was on last week tonight, uh, a couple weeks ago. It was really good. Oh. If you guys wanted to like look up last week tonight and yeah, I, I, I fell off. I used to, I used to have be pretty, pretty routine watching that show, and uh, they've been back for like three weeks now, and I haven't seen any of them. So I'll have to uh, yeah, like search that out. Two weeks. It might have even been last week. But, yeah, they did a big bit on Sinclair about exactly the same shit you guys are talking about. All right, point number four. All right, I'm doing a 10-point inspection. I don't know if you – all right, point number four. I'm trying to make this quick. Point number four, the things. I forget what that point was. Number five, uh, (laughs) Dean Ambrose. (laughs) The Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins thing. Do you want them to get together? Do you not want them? It broke my friggin' heart, man, because Dean's my favorite guy. I don't want him to be heel again. I don't think they're going to make heel, though. Yeah, when they get together, because it's going to happen. And I do want it to happen. They're going to be baby Yeah. And they're going to be Sheamus and Cesaro at WrestleMania for the tag titles. But do you want Dean to yes, be healed be again? No. no, 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 I But I, I don't. But I don't think he's going to be healed with with Rollins. I think this is we're going to get babyface shield. Um, whenever that all comes to fruition, well, yeah, it's going to be babyface Rollins and Ambrose for for at least a spell. Ah. Well, what what I was asking was, do you want Dean to be healed like he oh. like turns on Ambrose? Or not. Oh, no, no, no. Ah, shit. I don't Sorry. want it to go down. I've, I've been drinking for a while. I've been up for like 24 no, and a half hours, dude. What you're saying makes perfect sense. Jesus, Pete. No, I, I don't, that is not what I want. Um, yeah, no. no. I do not want Dean Ambrose under any circumstance anytime soon to turn heel. So. Awesome. And that is All right. We're well, on the same page. Not- All right. Point number six, uh, Kurt Angle. I'm trying to make this quick because I know people have to get to bed and somebody has to get to a VIP. Kurt Angle, is there any possible way that this whole Jason Jordan being, like, obviously the guy that's going to turn heel thing be completely reversed and Kurt Angle turns on Jason Jordan? I don't think you want a a, a a heel GM at this point. Like I really don't think you do. So I, I well, think no, nobody wants that. Yeah, but also that takes like more sophistication than I think WWE uh, has. Like to 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 do that. It, yeah, I don't. Uh, I think the logic is have Jason. Like, I, like I'm not even like all about yeah have Jason Jordan turn and whatever, but it just might have to, especially the way that the crowd's uh, not embracing him or they're not even being apathetic. They're just a good portion of them are outwardly like boo and you know you suck and all that kind of stuff. But um, no, yeah, just go with logic. Go like with the makes sense. Go the, with, go with back in the day. Traditionally, what works, what people are expecting, is not always like a bad thing to, to, to do what people think is going to happen. Just do it well, and, and they'll like it. And they'll enjoy, you know, they'll, they'll tune in. 
Um, but couldn't but couldn't they, Trav? Couldn't they make another Rocky Maivia out of the whole like he is Rocky Maivia? The way he's acting Bam. is exactly Bam. what Rocky Maivia was. You think Jason body. Jordan is going to cut Helen. this die Jason die promo that Rock cut? He don't have that in him. Or ain't nothing that I've seen that I thinks that, that he's got that, dude. Huh? How do you know that? I mean, he's never, well, I mean, okay. he's never had a chance. He okay, I'm not, not saying he doesn't anything. have some kind of innate charisma and ability. He's not the fucking rock. Because I'm nobody. not saying he's so, the rock. Well, you could compare them to Rocky Maivia. The angle for the rock. Excuse me for, for 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 taking it a step further. And, no, uh, yeah. no, do you understand what I'm trying to say, though? Could they be angling towards trying to make another The Rock? Is sure. that I I don't I don't say they we're going to we're going to buy Craig. They're going to fail. Right. They can try all they want if that if that's yeah. that indeed what they're going to do. That's a terrible oh. idea because Jason Jordan is not The Rock. The Rock had. When did he debut? Some uh, Survivor Series ninety five or, or ninety six. Ninety six or ninety. Yeah, so uh, two years of being a prominent TV guy, getting a ton of time, a ton of character development to do that. Do you think they're going to do that in six months with Jason Jordan, the guy that's clearly inferior I'm, I'm not, to the Rock? I didn't part? say. I, I didn't. I, I didn't set a timeline, but. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, I was just well every, uh, it's the assumption is it would happen like around WrestleMania. So, I mean, I'm going. I'm. 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 I'm going. I was throwing out. Me. I was throwing out. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. All right. Never mind. If it if it happens, well, you owe me a beer. All right. Number seven. Don't change the song, dude. I love this song. Who? I love Gordon? this song at the beginning. Of- Oh, that was just no. That's just uh, I can't play that every week. I shouldn't play it one week. I'm not allowed to technically play uh, copyrighted material. Um, yeah, I do that occasionally. You know, all the up. all the downloaders will. Yeah, all right, uh, number eight, Cam. Who did you think was the candy VIP snub of their draft? I don't think Cam heard that. Yeah. Did you hear our candy draft? He doesn't have a VIP subscription. That oh, is really does. Depressing. I just have. Oh, so he'd rather know. listen to Bruce Mitchell than listen to me and yeah. Rich for another damn hour and a half. And I can't I blame him. Man. So I got to. <laughs> right. But no. Um, what? Uh, can Can you give me a short rundown of what their candy VIPs were? Well, we did it like well, a draft. I certainly can't. I had well. Let me do it because I'm sober. Uh, we did it like a draft, and I had the first pick. We had the, I had the first pick, and it's just like a draft. I draft something, it's off the table. Rich can't ever have that candy again. And my first pick was Snickers because you know. Good pick. Very good pick. Yeah, and then Rich. It was the most like amicable. Like I expected it to be like, oh, son of a bitch, I love that, and I couldn't get it. But everything I liked, Rich was like, eh, I'm good. Yeah. And everything he liked, like he took, he took Milky he didn't Way care. number one. He didn't care, like, but he never had to eat it again. <laughs> and you it made for like you know, kind of a boring draft. 
no Trav. conflict. Trev, you, you need to identify the premise, is that he oh. could never eat this candy again. Yeah, and you could never off the board. He can never have it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he would never mind having Snickers. My five cam were Snickers, uh, Kit Kat, Starburst, Werther's Original, and uh, I was trying to explain this to somebody at work. I couldn't remember my fifth one either. Maybe like a. It wasn't a score bar. Damn. It was it was something. And then okay. Rich picked like a Milky Way. I knew he threw Hershey Kiss somewhere in there. Um, and, and he don't like nuts. I don't uh, like nuts in my candy either. So I yeah. That. Even though I like Snickers, uh, like I took really? Milky yeah. Way over Snickers because I don't like nuts. Uh, so. What is wrong with y'all? It was eating a Milky Way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Airheads was one of them. That's a good, good, uh, uh, okay. yeah, uh, low yeah. key underground. That was pick. a good one. Like, oh, Airheads yeah. is great. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, I, I think maybe Blow Pop. Did he pick Blow Pop? Uh, I'm seeing some real, like, like you no, know, like no. different. No, he didn't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> it's not candy if it's on a stick. Uh, wait a goddamn second. And I can't wait to get to your email tonight, Craig. Is a hot pocket a sandwich? (laughs) We guys have fun with that one. But what do you mean? It's a candy on a stick. You didn't say like candy in a wrapper, candy candy bar. You said candy. Hmm. I don't care if it's the sweetest fish on a toothpick. That's still fucking candy. Okay. Does the candy? You know, the only reason that hold hold on, Craig. Hold on, Craig. Okay. Go ahead. If I would have picked five, does the candy have to be out right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it has to be out. What do you want to pick? No. 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 You can do uh, like bubble gum, bubble gum, uh, shrimp flavored, whatever the hell you want. Any candy. Okay. I would except sticks. Let me make sure I can pick something that hasn't been picked. Um, okay, I, I'd probably take peanut butter M and M. I really liked peanut butter M and M. Yeah. Um. Ooh, see, Give me peanut gone, Milky Way is gone. Right. Is Three Musketeers gone? No, not not peanut. Nope, M&M. that's one there. Peanut, All that nougat. Uh, yeah. Three Musketeers. Or not nougat. What's that? Harry, I don't like Harry, nuts, so I need a replacement. So the nougat is fine. This is. Over yeah, the sexual. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I like, like, world's <laughs> finest chocolate bars. I feel like that's kind of a cheat code, though. Like, you can't just get those. Um, okay. I mean, Toblerone's. Damn. Like Toblerone's, that's the one. Dude, I was waiting for Canada to say it. Yeah. Toblerone's. Toblerone's are overrated, though. Like, to be as expensive is. as they are, oh, they're, oh, not, they're not, like, what? They're fucking like five know. bucks, you, you but not, not really. They're expensive, and they're like not that great. I mean, they're good, but bullshit. Hey, I work at a grocery store, so I know when to get. I'll argue with a fat guy about his chocolate. Peanut butter M and M's, Three Musketeers, Sour Bright Worms, uh, maybe gummy bears. Butter M and M's. And 
I just would feel more confident if I, you know, I've been singing them songs since eighth grade. So. So what's the question once more? Karaoke song to impress a lady. You had oh, to, to impress, impress a woman. I already explained it, Craig. Go ahead, Cam. Karaoke song to impress a woman. Right. Um, yeah. Wu Tang Clan ain't uh, nothing to fuck with. Yeah, right. Uh, it'd probably be uh, Drew Hill. How deep is your love? Because then you can do funny gyros like your sister. You could do twelve play by R. Kelly. I don't know that. Song. And I could not. I could not do that. <laughs> I could never do that. <laughs> Half on a baby. A, That's like one of my favorite R. Kelly. This isn't a middle school talent show. Um, so none of that. Uh, listen, listen, Cam. Summer camp. I was a waiter. Nineteen ninety four. Just graduated eighth grade. Headed in the in the ninth grade. So our teacher, uh, our math teacher Harry. Got a bunch of us, and we worked at at the camp that he had been working at for 30 years. They needed waiters. He would get kids from the school. The second, third, second or third week at camp, they had a talent show, and, like, Eric Bush and Lewis and a bunch of other, like, four of them got up there and sang 12 play. Oh, my God. It's like you're at this fucking Jewish camp, all these white kids and their fucking parents. Well, I think the parents were there, you know, middle of camp. And here we are, a bunch of black dudes. I wasn't up there. I wasn't getting up there and make a fool of myself. Up there gyrating, getting on their knees, talking about <laughs> get on my knees and give you some of my 12 play. Like, fam. First off, that made them fucking legends with the kids and, and the girls. But, oh, my God, the counselors and those folks were not happy. Yeah. Harry was like, did y'all go up there and sing a song about Sex or whatever, however you put it. I was like, I ain't seen shit. <laughs> but later in the summer, I was like, yup, I was up there. <laughs> like, for people that didn't remember, mm-hmm, I caught some of that residual. <laughs> yeah. They only knew what we knew now. No, now. I'm saying. Not, not great. All right, Craig, anything else? Number 10. Mm. Oh, that's right. Ten parts. Uh, and, and ten, ten points. Uh, ten. I'll let you guys decide. Do you want me to do the uh, ten-point Hulu sling PSU thing, or do you want me to do the last time I peed in the Travis shirt? In the who? Last, last time you did what in the Travis shirt? Last time I Travis? peed in a Travis shirt. Yeah, no, I don't need what? to hear about that. Not that. Yeah, not that. Okay, one. so that'll be it. Uh, no, uh, let's do that one. Because last time SmackDown came to Toledo, I met up with a couple guys, and they were like, we were just leaving the arena, and they were like, hey, what's going on? What's that play? East Coast Cats, all right. It's, uh, who's that guy? All right. And so we went out, and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I was just trying to get to the bar to get to the cab and all that stuff. And they were like, no, 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 come back to the back. Come back to the back to the to this street and to the side of this street and to the alley and all the shit. That's where the, all the, uh, the uh, people come out. This guy was with a kid. 
No, I'm. I mean, it. I mean, kind of, but not really. But yeah, no, we all we. I was like, I was drunk as shit. So I was. I went out back with the guys, and I went out back, went down the alley because I have no fears to give. And so I went down, and I went into the alley and waited for the bus to go. And the bus went, and we waved at the bus, and it was great and this stuff. And then uh, my my newly found friend got picked up by his friend and they went home. So I was in this part of downtown Toledo where I didn't know where I was. And so I had to find my way back to the bar where I knew where I would be because I only know my place in Toledo because of bars you know, I'm only like, I, I, I don't have a phone. And so I'm like doing my own personal in my brain GPS. So I walked around, around the block, around the block again. And I'm like, shit, I don't know where I am. And I had to pee like really bad. So it was really funny when, when Trav and Rich were talking a couple weeks ago about Craig's probably that kind of guy who would get busted for peeing in public. <laughs> oh, I I did I I did pee in public that night in a trap shirt on the courthouse. Oh my god. You just, if you got busted just tell me you have uromycetosis and you you know you can't hold your you know you can't hold your pee. No, but after after I peed I fell because I was drunk. And eventually I got back to the bar that I meant to go to, but not after falling in front of the bus that pulled out of with all kinds of WWE people. So probably all kinds of WWE people who saw me fall with my pants around my knees with the damn Travis shirt on. Come on <laughs> oh, amazing. I know. They were like, I'll, you know what? I'm going to listen to that. Watch, listen to that show, but now, after that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't going to tell you that. I wasn't going to tell you that until you kept me on hold for fucking three hours, you son of a bitch. That's <laughs> not funny. It ain't funny. How do you think Darrell feels? He's right after you. He's been on hold longer than you now. Oh, jeez. Sorry, Darrell. Darrell, I love you, man. If I see you, eventually I'll buy you and three beers. Four. There you go. Seven beers. Darrell, Darrell drink Henny. Darrell don't want your buddy. I'll like. buy him a bottle of Henny. I would love to hang out with Darrell, man. I would love that. Yeah, All right, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I'm sorry. Sorry, Darrell. Sorry, Craig. No, man, we talk to you. We talk Jeez. to you. <laughs> ah, it's always an adventure. <laughs> I got ten points. <laughs> uh, they were mostly mostly good. Yes. I didn't have any clue what the hell was going on with that last thing about the alleyway and the bus and the peeing. And... No clue. Yeah. Not sure I care. Nor do I. Yeah. All right. That's uh yo, 
Mike Vick's wife hit him with a sex ban after he was talking that dumb shit about Cap's hair? Well, good for her. Mm-hmm. He'll learn. She's like, oh, you gonna be cooning on TV? No vagina yeah, for you, sir. Sambo ass. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's talk to uh, the aforementioned Darrell from GA. Uh, Darrell, thanks for holding, hanging in there. What's going on? What's going on? Yo, look at Thea Trinidad. Goodness gracious. What's up, man? What's on your mind? Not a thing, man. What's going on with you guys? Not, not much, a whole you know. lot. Not a whole lot. Nothing here. Nothing too much here. Listening to y'all going in with Craig. Mm-hmm. 10 points. Oh, man, not too much. I First of all, hey, and Craig is uh, making sure that we're clear that he was uh, he was off all day. Craig got started really early. Um, sounds like he had quite the uh, spirited breakfast. Craig said he started anyway. last night. Said he'd been up for like 30 hours. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and I'm, oh, I meant to bring up how he got banned for a week off the Taz show for talking about putting soy sauce on a hamburger. Taz was not yeah, here was trying so to funny. hear that shit. <laughs> like, you know what, Willie Chuck? You're banned for a week. He told the producers, if he calls in before Friday, don't take his call. God damn, Taz ain't, ain't having it. Taz is not with the shits. But, yeah. Trail, you, 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 you don't ban you don't ban quite a few people in your day. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never, only ban one motherfucker for very very obvious reasons. <laughs> I do. I don't block people on Twitter. I don't block. I don't. I don't unfriend people on Facebook, and I don't ban people for my show. I've done all those things to one person, one fucking person. <laughs> and that makes it worse. That's the funny part. Yeah, so yeah, I am not the guy. Shit, I don't, I have motherfuckers posting the most. Obama's a Muslim and all that kind of bigoted shit on on their wall and shit on their timeline, and I see it, and I'd be like, well, I mean, we were friends at one point, I guess. Well, you know, <laughs> you found something that you liked about them. <laughs> yeah, like you know what? They're allowed to be assholes too. Uh, so. I have this mutual friend that like decided. Like literally decided that I, me, Cameron was impossible to deal with, and that I didn't like white people who disagreed with me. Whoa! Like, yeah, yeah, me, like <laughs> Mister Agreeable. So like uh, something happened. Like a buddy of ours posted something about like a fucking cheeseburger or something, and he commented on it, and I damn near jumped through my phone. I was close, but. I was cool about it. I'm just like, don't fucking, don't like shit directed at me. And uh, oh, oh, and it would have been, and in that in that particular case, it would you would have been like the 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 angry black guy because there yeah. was for, in that one instance there was no reason besides that he's a fucking dick because to like jump down his throat. Yeah. 
But but everybody yeah, else would have like saw that. Like, wow, what a mundane co- comment to get so heated about. Like, bitch, that's yeah. like years of fucking, yeah. you know, this, this last year in particular of, of, of frustration built up. So, excuse me. Yeah. But I was cool yeah. about it, man. I minded my business. I drank some tequila. It's all good. Man, I'm I'm hearing y'all having a lot of talk about Jason Jordan today. Oh, since I've been on anyway. Yeah, yeah, we talked a little bit about him. What do you think so far? You think he deserves to get treatment um, from the fans that he's gotten? What treatment? Not not uh, responding to him at period until they start booing him in the middle of his match. I yes. Past few weeks, you just ain't been well. No reaction. What? I don't call it the treatment. <laughs> what has he done so offensive that he deserves to be booed? <laughs> I put it as this. He hasn't done anything to deserve uh, a reaction, period. He kind of dry. And then when you compare the past few, uh, three, four weeks with um, Chad Gable, he's already working on a – Wait a second. They both had really – well, really good. Chad Gable's matches were better because he's had – Better opponents, but they're going. They've gone on TV. They've had wrestling matches. They've not cut any kind of inspiring promos. One guy gets a, a, a decent, respectful, you know, reaction, and the other guy gets fucking totally disrespected for no reason at all. Uh, well, I ain't taking that disrespectful. This is the only time he got booed uh, was this last uh, week right here. They were booing, and it was disrespectful. You can hear it. But the past few it's weeks, they didn't have no reaction. Yeah, no good point. Yeah, bitch ass Toronto. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying, and um, really, um, he's been pushed more than Chad Gable and given a, a little more opportunity. And a couple of times he had to talk. He was dry. He was dry than um six year old pussy. Uh, excuse my language, Damn. but you know he was just he dry. Was dry? <laughs> yeah, he was dry. Yeah. Darrell ain't never been up in 60-year-old pussy, obviously. I'm saying, Darrell, what the fuck you talking about? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though. though. Anyway. Like Ghostface, if your pussy dry, spit on my dick and put it in. My dick's still bomb, baby. <laughs> no, you finna get scratched up like sandpaper. That's what you finna do. Continue to try that. <laughs> <laughs> the lies that rappers tell, boy. The, ri- the lies that rappers tell. Quite crazy. But um, no, he just been dry, man, and he had more opportunity. And uh, remember, I came on here uh, with you right when they was doing all this stuff, splitting these guys up. And I was saying, man, the death of tag teams. And like you were saying earlier, you get past the Usos and um, New Day, what you have there. <laughs> yeah, and then with the um, hurting of um, the revival, um, once you get past Ambrose and um, Seth versus um, the Bar, what you got there? You wonder if instead of making right, you still got the Hardys. You know, it's a it's a little bit better on on Raw, but not by much. Not enough mm-hmm. to get you to this up and coming football season that's coming up that's gonna make people pay attention to you trying to build them back up strong instead of you knowing that football season coming up and you should have strong divisions. That's why you should sometimes overlook trying to split people up 
and start from scratch and heating guys up like a big cast, Jason Jordan, even a Chad Gable, all these people who could together get up and probably get heated up faster if they stayed where they was and just told a better story. But no, you're trying to do it with these single guys. Well, Enzo and Cass, they haven't shown. You know, that's I, 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 that's arguable. Like whether they were on their trajectory was. Uh, I think their tra- their trajectory was was on the downslide. It wasn't like tanking or anything, but it was definitely like they definitely peaked. I mean, remember they came in super hot or at least super recognizable. People knew who they were and they were over instantly. So. You know, they didn't have a, you know, a long climb to the top, quote-unquote. They were getting TV time from the jump. Uh, and then they just did the same thing, same same shtick for for a year, and, you know, started to wane. Um, so I'd rather them be broken up now or, you know, a month or two ago than in, you know, in December when it's just like enough already and they start, yeah, the crowd just openly starts rejecting them. So sometimes well, now, it's just, now, so sometimes it's you just work. gotta you gotta do like you gotta follow like the the, the cadence and of of the stories you're telling, um, and not worry about the season you're in. But you also, on the other hand, have to know September's right around the goddamn corner. Um, get through that post WrestleMania lull, and then and then you gotta start heating things up for SummerSlam in the fall as a as a season, you know, but. We, every year, every not, year not for the last 10 years, October comes, and it's like we get like three pay-per-views in like eight weeks, you know, and, and and this was before the brand split. This was, you know, this was when it was all one roster, and they were doing like pay-per-view, you know, pay-per-view October 5th, pay-per-view October 19th, pay-per-view November, you know, 13th. Like, it was just too much. Um they should they should have this in mind. They should know, yes, football seasons we need to, some certain things, certain feuds, certain matchups need to be coming into into uh peaking in October and November. And not just this dead fucking two month stretch between October and November. Then December and January comes and then they start, you know, acting like they care again. Or uh, stories that's on the rise because right now you got two guys who mean nothing. Even though people say Enzo have all the heat, but they still say that he's one of the top merch sellers. And a tweak of the story could could have helped both guys. All you had to do was tweak the story a little bit and kept them together. And one thing, but one thing they don't do is they don't care about keeping people in each division hot. They only care about, I guess, the top of the scene, which they doing a poor job of getting over their, the guy who they want to be the chosen one. They did a poor job of getting him over, and they've been trying that for almost five years now. So that should show you about the tr- trickle-down effect with everybody else. Like with Enzo, people say how they put him in the shark cage, and they booking the baby face like a heel. Well, they do the top guy like that. They book Roman Reigns like a heel. So they should tell you. No, how but this the shark cage one was just such just backward. I mean, in the same promo, Cass went from "I don't want him in the arena, I don't want him in the city, get him off the East Coast, get him out of America." Oh, put him in a cage fifteen feet above me. I, I, I love it. Like what the? You just didn't want him on the same continent as you. 
now you're okay with him. I mean, he's locked. He's going to be locked in a thing, but he's st- yeah. That was that was structured so badly. Uh, the way they came up with it, it, it just seemed like I don't know if somebody missed their line. Uh, the way the way it was introduced, it was yeah. And on top of it, Cass is making the uh, making the challenge as a heel. It it yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't great. And then we actually have to watch a bit a full fledged pay per view match between Cass and Big Show. And that's you know, and this not Big exactly Show versus about um, that. <laughs> and this not Big Show versus um, Braun Strowman. That tell you how good oh. Braun Strowman really yeah. was. When, when they had that, when they had that over. match, when they had that main event match last week or two weeks ago with Cass and Big Show, I was like, "Do they really think this is going to get the the show Strowman reaction? Like they're not, like no, like this not even close. Like because the match just wasn't 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 particularly good. I mean, it was fine, both those Strowman, uh, after that first one, remember, we were like, whoa, like, what the hell? I can't believe they had that match. And then when they came back with it six, eight weeks later, and it was even better, and they did the ring spot, the ring break, uh, exploding spot. Yeah, Cass, Cass isn't, yeah. Yeah, no, you're, that's a good point. It, it shows how good Braun Strowman really is. And it shows how good a good a good opponent can actually, Big Show can, 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 uh, can step up step to up a, uh, to a main work, event, work with. main event level. Yeah, totally. And um, because I've been following um, guys from NXT since the beginning, back when it was on Hulu, um, when you look at Breaking Ground, people forget that um, before they put Cass with Enzo, he was on the um, – they talked about how he was on the chopping block a few times. Mm. But Vince McMahon fetish, that's why I said when, um, when he yeah. cut that yeah, they get on, chance everybody was saying that was the best – that was his. Um, that was um, a B minus promo. That was him at the top, over breaking through his ceiling, and probably never touch it again because you're talking about a guy who was on the chopping block, just like also um, a Jason Jordan. Before they started putting him with Chad Gable, he was on the chopping block. These are all guys who was on the chopping block, and yeah. somebody else added uh, a flavor to them. And they still yeah. didn't show you any growth while they was in those teams. Um, Jordan, and the screen stuck more with Chad Gable. That was the difference between his matches and um, Jason Jordan. His matches, he, his body expression, the way he sold, drew fans to him more. And even though Jason Jordan had squash matches, but Braun Strowman had squash matches that was even weaker, but he he had something about him that drew people to him, and then he improved week by week. Yeah, and he lost a bunch of weight, got in tremendous shape from after he came back from that injury. Uh, you know, for this current run that he's on now, and there's a lot of things that about from a guy who was in um, the legendary Rosebuds. He was in the legendary yeah. Rosebuds, who had a lot of top yeah. talent in the Rosebuds, like Becky Lynch mm-hmm. and some old people. So, you know what I'm saying? Like some lists in there, too. Yep. So, So, I think. Yeah, no, totally. And if you got trash music from now on, I'm starting to think you trash. When they give you trash music, (laughs) you trash. Because that's that's been another big thing this week. All these guys changing their music. They changed Baron Corbin music. Now that's trash. Now he's starting to look trash. 
it is not a good call. Seth Rollins um, music um, that burn it down. <laughs> Try the same thing. They just added a lot of lyric. Like Seth, uh, like Seth Rollins is the type of guy to hear the, uh, the 10-second intro to one of his songs and think that needs to be the whole song. I was like, damn. I don't call that man corny like that. But, yeah, I, I, they're not doing great with the music, with the new music this week. Yeah, I wish uh, I wish Rich was on the line to hear that because he's such a fanboy of the, their current production team, music production team. The they have a name, I don't know. Whatever but they don't work on. Um, they was on. They had an interview with. Um, um, they was on the podcast with um, Peter Rosenberg, and they don't do everybody's songs. Well, they're corny anyway. Whatever. Like they ain't got shit on Jim Johnston. Like he was, we had this whole big thing about who, about Jim Johnston uh, produced stuff over there stuff, and I'm like, it's not even close. <laughs> He's like, oh, because they took the same song and tweaked it a little bit. I was like, you know, have you ever heard of fucking, you know, like you mean like the Neptunes did, <laughs> you know, for a four or five years stretch? It's like no, they he had a sound, and that's what people came come for. They like that sound, and so why, you know? So yeah. Anyway, you got think though he so brought them, he brought them in there. He won. He was one of the ones who got them to bring them in there, as they said. So you know, he is getting older, and you got to start taking. Oh yeah, them yeah. no, I'm not. Yeah, they didn't come in and take his spot or shove him out or anything. He he was there for so long and made so many themes. Um, he's a legend in the game. It's just unfortunately his his predecessor. Uh, Predis? No, that's before. Uh, his setter, setter, whatever the people that came after him, whatever the word for, it, you know, just weren't. Uh, and the boys got as heat, good. and they they got some heat, and like they redid the um, Usos thing. They've been trying to get them to do that with them for a while, and that's that's hot. Um, the glorious okay. Nakamura thing. Um. AJ Styles, so they they got some hitters, but you know I understand where you come from too. It's just a length of time with um, Jim Johnston and the proven. Yeah, it's, it's oh. nostalgia and and the fact that they yeah they he was there and I have I was like oh my main point the rich was yeah I've got uh, how many out I've got volume four I've got the anthology three discs CD joint I've got like. Four WWE separate WWE albums, Jim Johnston produced albums, theme albums. I ain't got not one. Well, it's a different time. That was twelve and fifteen years ago when I was really into the you know that stuff. But uh, I don't have any of their stuff. I don't want it. I don't care about Bray Wyatt's theme or whoever. Even if they, did, I know they didn't do it. It's an actual band. I think that that wrote that. But still, dang shit. I'm sticking with that. Yeah. So, you know, and this week in Toronto is crazy. Like they said, the boo and the Bailey, which is a long time coming, should have been booed when she accepted that win a long time ago. That I still say that's what um, hurt her in the long run. But I'm not like everybody else. A lot of people who say, well, 
she was already doomed because they couldn't reproduce the NXT story. Um, I'm, I think of most people, especially in the um, casual fan, as people who don't want to go through and sit through long stories or you trying to reintroduce someone. Some Get them something short and quick. Get them the um, hot takes of that person and then keep carrying the person like you showed them in the hot takes and the person either going to get over or not, but get them an opportunity to see the past and then keep booking the person the same way and they should be over. I should be able to get over because you gave them a brief introduction already, not trying to redo the past and redo what they did with her in NXT, having her starting to lose and stuff like that. No, you don't have to do that. You can tell her story by telling it with somebody else and show show with somebody else what she had to go through, and that'll even strengthen who she was. But when you did that, you already killed the character of the totally too good person that she used to be because, like you said on Twitter, um, Izzy left her alone weeks ago, jumped off the train. How you number one fan jump off the train? (laughs) (laughs) Not only jump off the train, but go to the (laughs) – start cheering for the person that's like your – Number one rival, like, damn, Izzy, you ain't shit. Like, who raised this little girl? That's why I question her parenting. (laughs) No loyalty. (laughs) I guess she's seen, since she was number one on the, um, she was the captain of the ship, she's seen the end that was near before. (laughs) So, boom. That's why I I really don't want anybody to come up from NXT no more right now, especially when. You want to see anybody go down? up there. I don't want to see nobody go down either because kind of that will uh, diminish NST. And right now, if you look at the roster NST going to have coming up out of Brooklyn, they got a roster that can rival both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And they showed – Yeah, slowly but um, surely they did uh, They did rebuild and restack and, and, and slowly got guys over uh, and, and re- refilled it. It was the main event stuff that was uh, – that was lacking the last, you know, few months after losing Balor and Joe and and um, uh, one other guy, I think. Um, uh, I losing all their the, women. But they, but they lost, yeah, the top two top guys in the NXT title picture, and then they lost, yeah, all their women that, like, once, you know. So uh, you kind of knew you were in for, like, some rebuilding and that kind of thing, so. And, and then they did it in a, in a way where you're just, you know, like, hey, they still put on quality TV shows. They weren't the most exciting, you know, shows. They they, they just they couldn't be because Ruby, Ruby not Ruby Rose, that's the actor. Uh, Ruby Riot. What the heck is Ruby, Ruby Riot. Riot. Yeah. yeah, Ruby Riot just, you know, didn't have enough time to, to get over and to, you know, so they had to do so many things at once, like, have contenders for for Oscar and also get them over at the same time, um, you know. So she could be a person yeah. that they could need on the main roster um, for the women's division yeah. as a way to spice like to her up a little, little more. A little more. I, I, it looks like she's going to feud with Billy and the K's. They were cutting a, a promo and she was in the background, and then they like looked at her and like she was on a on a like on a on a phone cell phone like having a conversation Ruby was and they were just like talking shit about her so maybe uh you know oh, I meant Oscar. I mean Oscar. Uh, I mean Oscar. Oh, oh okay okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Ruby somebody you can keep, and you we, we forgetting that they got the May Young Classic, and I know you was talking about a strong women's division. If you sign some of those women and just try to build them organically and move some of them to the main roster, just keep the best on NXT so they can get a real build, a, a real Wait, increase keep of the fandom. best on NXT? I don't know if I agree with that. What but I mean is, money, you want you want Triple H them to build them up, then um, Vince, because right now oh, Vince and, and Kevin Dunn doing, but they're not, not doing going anywhere. Job. I mean, if, at that at that at that rate, you know, nobody comes up, nobody ever ever. Uh, like I said to uh, whoever we were talking to earlier, Vince could be there for the next two years or the next ten years, and ten years from now he could have ten years left. So. But you want these, uh, what I mean is, you want these women that be built where they come in with some type of buzz. And if Vince fail with them, you constantly see that, man, he it's really time for him to go. But you still want to give them women a chance, even though once he do leave, they already been built. And the people who probably taking over can rebuild them maybe to some type of draw, not not being a draw. And why you add those other women to the division is because the women that you got there already who need fresh matchups and don't need to continue to face each other, you can use these fresh talents to keep them, to build them back up where they used to be. And hopefully one of those women that you bring up there can catch on organically with the fans and you might have your a sneak, a sleeper hit or something like that. But keep the best so they can build up a name for themselves in NXT since they do build up names for people. And... They can come on in. Hopefully, Vince will be gone, or even if he's not, they still have a buzz about themselves, so they have something to latch on to. Well, just letting Vince come up there and deter them and make them want to leave. Yeah. Because you can get two divisions of 15 women. You got over 32 in, in, with the May Young Classic, and it's looking like they're not. Yeah, they might do it. Man, they're not going to have two divisions, go. 30 damn women in it, or 15 apiece. That's ridiculous. Oh, they don't even need I know it. that for sure. If they I had, know that for sure. You know, but... Like I was saying about the weakness of the roster in the box, you know, if they had, instead of having four or five or six women on each show, if they had 10, oh. 11, 12, that would be fine. Or combine them and just have one strong 15-woman roster. Uh Yeah, but if they start booking the show a little bit different, maybe that could freshen up stuff. Like if you put a mandate out that, man, you have to get everybody on the. Nobody can be on the sh- uh, show every. Everybody can only be on the show every other week. So if you was on mm-hmm. this week's show, you can't be on next week's show and start That's using more people. You got three hours more fuse. You can do that on the next But you still you got with, a twenty person roster with three and an hour. hour to fill. But with three hours, with three hours, they still don't get everybody on, and they're still doing what everybody say. They're putting the hottest people on the so-called keep ratings, and they're still not keeping the ratings to a point. It's not like what it was in the Sheamus era when it was 5 million people. They're still gradually losing more and more people. So you you can't help but to try it and freshen up stories and then make it seem like and you can split up the um, big names. Like, this week right here, you'll be building up. The main event will be building up with Roman in the main event. Then the next week, maybe Braun. 
Then the week after that, it's back to Roman or Joe. You know, just do it up like that. Or even on SmackDown, it's even better. One week Nakamura, one week AJ, one week Kevin. And you can just keep those guys fresh and looking special. Yeah. It's, it's, no, I mean, you know, I, I get the I get the uh, sentiment and what you're going for, and I actually would I'd rather it be that way. But uh, yeah, I think we're just you know we're asking for something or wanting something that's just not gonna not gonna happen. Unfortunately, again until yeah, until Vince is not in the picture anymore. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But I, it's just something just to throw out there. It, something different without always condemning the three hours. If they got to do it, just find different ways. It's still, we're still seeing the same well, that's thing. A built, that's a serious handicap that they're doing to themselves. Having three, you know, yeah, three and with shows. the same, same booking style that they've been running for about 20, 30 years now, about 20 years at least. It's got no no type of freshness to it. They just stopped doing the twenty minute promos to start off raw. Well, remember for years they were doing I that. I mean, I get your point. It's just a little hyperbolic. I mean, twenty. They're not doing. They're not having like I watched when I watched an episode of Raw from nineteen ninety eight, and there's six matches on the show, and five of the matches end in in, in some kind of run in or some kind of screwy. Like they don't do that, so they're. Not booking like they were twenty years ago, but I I I, I get your point. It just doesn't need to be uh, to make that point. You don't have to go so far and be so hyperbolic, right? You know, it's not the same as it was twenty years ago. That's just demonstratively demonstratively false. Um, but they are they in the rut. They are in a in a in a huh. They do distraction finishes all the time now. They even do it even more on pay per view. Back in back yeah, when you were talking about those days, there's a difference. Days, there's a difference. Okay, there's a different. There's just a, a different. I mean, just I don't know how much you, how many old, how much old stuff you watch, but just go back and watch just a random role from 1998, 1999, and it's a difference. It's a big difference, and I like the way they do it now way better than I, they did then. Because I'm not fucking 19, and, you know, it's just been there, done that, seen a bunch of that. I don't need to see 800 run-ins, chair shots, refs back, turn bumps, you know, faction wars. It's just, it is different. But your point still stands, just not in that grandiose of a of a, of a a way. So, that's all. So, all right, we're going to end things right there, Darrell. I appreciate the, the call, as always. Uh, don't be a stranger. And uh, we'll see you on social media. Uh, Cam, another uh, another show, another week in the books. Yep. Uh, Good yeah, stuff. Appreciate your time and your course. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be meeting in the in the SummerSlam next week. And as a matter of fact, um, I think both Rich and I are doing double duty uh, next week because we're gonna do. Uh, the uh, movie trailer review, SummerSlam preview, too. So we'll um, probably have some information on that. Uh, it's going to be okay. it'll be after our show uh, at some point between that and SummerSlam. So that's coming up. Uh, but, yeah, right. uh, another week, another uh, another good run. And, of course, uh, you and I, and probably you and Rich at some point, too, will be previewing uh, SummerSlam. And, guys, be on the lookout for our Twitter poll. You already know it's going to be about the uh, – 
the main event match. I'm sure we'll be talking about that in depth come next week. Indeed, we will. So uh, until next week, uh, for you free folks, uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same channel. Uh, For you VIPers, click over. Me and Rich will be by with the uh, VIP portion and some some, uh, let me make sure I didn't miss any non-VIP emails. Yeah, yeah, Craig email about <laughs> it's a hot pocket of sandwich. So you know all the important, uh, all, all the topics and stuff that you're you've been asking about, you're asking about all week. It's a hot pocket of sandwich. Those, those questions will be answered and debated uh, on the, on the VIP show. And uh, yeah, so until. Uh, Until next week, free folks and VIPers, see you in a half a second. Uh, We out of here.